Hey, it's Harold Hoffelton. Welcome to D4. You're listening to yours truly. Now to uh, get these pants on. Hello, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody in the fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! <laughs> yes. Last time, on Dodging Danger by Devising a Departure, the group was split across Uluvin as V and Orkira accompanied Harold to meet with Halfir so Harold could break the news of him being his older brother and perhaps dissuading him from using the journal of their parents' confessions and atonements as a guide for running cons on people within the town. The conversation waves back and forth as two con artists try to convince each other of what they know to be true, but with the knowledge of personal experience that matches within the entries of the tome dedicated to Alibal, the seldering god of hedonism and revelry, Halfir, believes Harold. Meanwhile, Vinley met with Davil privately in a shady and sleazy room within the saloon tavern of the Black Bull's Tale, run by a half-orc with no ears named Skinner, or Skin Ear. However, much to Vinley's surprise, Davil created a magical mansion composed of imagery that truly spoke to her and made from her own voice of design as they sat down to enjoy a picnic in an elven cemetery grove, surrounded by overgrown mausoleums built around the bases of massive trees. Voss, feeling uncomfortable and untrusting of Harold's parents, tries to find another place to stay in the very small town to no avail. When everyone returns to Accord Above the Rest Tavern and in, Harold lean, uh, learns that his parents have been found after years of running and hiding by the Rose through a letter left by Ellerthak Gathala, V's father. The group panics to gather Vinley as well as Halfir from his friends as he brings them, as Halfir brings them along as well, showing off more of his trickster clerical abilities to Harold in the process as they sneak back to the tavern through the rain under the nearly full moon. With everyone returned and heavily on guard, the group learns that the perceivably blank letter is written in illusory script only Harold's parents can read that says something along the lines of, you will be paid 10,000 gold pieces for every member described within the BFG's detainment until a retinue can come to collect them. But the most important capture is the Goliath. Deny this and suffer my wrath, signed Ellerthak Gathala. Over the next hour or so, the party goes over many plans. Some about staging an ambush, others about luring them into the predatory parts of the forest, and more before settling on a suggestion by the con artists themselves, Harold's parents, staging an arson attack that leads to the staged death of Harold's blood relatives tasked with capturing the BFGs. Meanwhile, Davil will have absconded with them to hide them away from the dangers, much like Fala, to areas unknown, but presumably within the influence of Waterdeep. With an amazing set of skill, they all work together to forge bodies from Vinley's stash of cadavers, find weaknesses in the building to cause collapse on top of the bodies, rendering them useless to spell-like interrogation. In a beautiful and heartbreaking performance of a fight that leads Orkira to murder as she collapses the building in flames around her as she emerges from the ashes. We pick up tonight's session 
with the party sneaking out of Uluvin under the veil of night, running down the water-beaten dusty iron road heading east towards the tall, dark silhouette of trees that stretch across the entirety of the horizon as they look back at a town once again attacked, but this time under the guise of subterfuge. They watch the flames lick up into the cloudy sky, burning away the calm, safety, stability, stall and small repentance and a new start for two people that once shrouded Harold's dark past. But if the Rose or Ellerthak had found them and threatened their lives or yours, you know they are now hidden safely somewhere by Davil, leader of the Doom Raiders. The night is dark and damp, but not miserably wet as you march on. But the light rain does not seem to let up the closer you get to the large looming forest that seems to not move any closer towards you. So it only seems to be a wall of shadowed trees awaiting you on the horizon. Eventually, the light of the fire from the tavern fades away, although you cannot discern if it is from being put out by the town, the falling rain, or simply finally being far enough away that even Seisha nor Akira can perceive its embers. As the embers now are now gone amongst the vast darkness that stretches through the plains that are starting to be covered with more grass the closer you get to the woods. What are you all doing? And how far are you going for the night's journey? I hate rain on plate. It tinks. It's really distracting and annoying. I have to admit, I kind of find it nice to have the distraction, but I'm sorry. I just wish it wasn't so wet. Far yeah. away away from the town. Far enough to not see the town anymore, but that's about it. Okay. Like that you can judge because it's dark, and especially I, for you and yeah. uh, or Kira and V. Yeah, and even though it's a full moon, it is now raining, so the sky is covered in clouds, and so even the glow of the full moon, though is there, uh, is still not enough to, to illuminate as much as if it were a clear night. Yeah. I say we walk until we find some sort of shelter and immediately camp for the night. I agree. Sounds it's also, also, we need to keep in mind we may be being followed. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say, as hidden as possible, definitely. Yes. Still, a quick escape. Hopefully we weren't. You guys um, don't think that my necklace with this here? Hard like to say. Being followed? It could mm -hmm. be it could be that somebody's scrying on it. Uh, How does scrying work exactly? I turned to Akira when I say this. So, um, as far as I know, you can't scry on a thing. You have to scry on a person or a place. So, um, that being said, if this is Ellerthak or someone close to him doing it, they're gonna know V really well, and um you, you've got some natural defenses in order to prevent being scried upon, but it's it, it can be hard. And if they're doing it and they're successful at it, then you wouldn't know. Um, I do know, because I, I can do it. Um, it makes a little like invisible thing 
and that's that's the thing that you look and hear through. And so if someone can see invisibility, you can see it when it's happening. Um, you can also dispel it. And yeah, it's it, it doesn't always work, but the more familiar you are with the target, the better chance you have of having it work. So if they're scrying on V, and I didn't, I didn't get the details. I don't know who is being scried upon. I, the Phoenix just said someone was. So what you're saying is whether or not she's wearing the necklace, they could scry because they know her. Mm. It doesn't. The necklace isn't necessary. So you can That's, wear the necklace. It's fine. That's so unfair. What the hell? How do? What? Well, hmm, have to become someone else. No, no, no. Really if not. we can get a, if we can get a diamond worth a thousand gold, we've got that necklace. That would prevent There's... you from being scried on, but good yeah. luck finding a diamond of that value out here. Yeah, that's... I gotta stop doing Go that. All right. I mean, and that's only gonna uh, hide one person. There's some right. spells you can do to hide people. Well, I have again... enough money for all of us. Well, I... the necklace itself is imbued. It needs this, the diamond in it to focus the magic in it. Yeah. Oh, well, I have the money for six diamonds. So if we can find six thousand gold. Six thousand gold? Yeah, I, I don't really see a lot of shops <laughs> out here I like to buy stuff from. It's not like water deep, you know? Harold just grins. <laughs> He's just clearly <laughs> eating this up. Like. Plus, I like have to save up in case we have like another event, you know, and I need like nice clothes or something for it. Right. That's See, you are full of surprises. Out of all of us, you manage your money the best. <laughs> yes, how uh, very pragmatic of a hoarder you are. <laughs> well, I mean, Seisha is always the one who's like fretting money to pay for the inns and we seem to be getting food for free a lot, and well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been. I mean, I bought, I bought the Fey tequila. I mean, did. and it was delicious. I just like to point yeah, that out. It was fantastic. Some. You all wonder how I showed up. A little here terrifying, like, but it was great. I only had like six gold to my name. I, I usually don't have to pay for anything until suddenly I need a lot. So it's it's kind of feast or famine. I just <laughs> haven't really bought a lot since our last you know, payment and stuff, and I, 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 I it's okay. I don't think anybody's judging you for having thing. money. Yeah. Yeah. For no, being it's frugal. I'm impressed. Look, the yeah. next time we find a fancy shop, I know that you'll be getting a cool, like, outfit, and then there goes all your money. But then, <laughs> until then. <laughs> Sorry, there's a little stray dog running by there. He's adorable. Uh, yeah, you, you look over and like you see a coyote running away down into the plains. Look at that cute stray dog. Never what? seen one like that before. The coyote, coyote running into the fire. The coyote? No, no, no. Like just yeah, into the, the plains. Of, what okay. species of dog is that? A um, coyote. It's a wild dog. I've never it's, seen it's a, a wild, wild dog before. Come yeah. here, come here. Whoa, okay. No, no, oh, no, no, like no. You didn't you like that. You I'm, don't want to pet that dog. Sorry. Okay, there he goes. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah, most, like most of the wild animals that we're going to encounter, especially now that we're entering the forest, are, are not friendly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Don't I pet wouldn't. anything with amber on it. Well, Look, I, I've met a bear face to face. I feel, and, and I've almost was eaten by an alligator. I know not to touch the animals. So like an amber color or like an amber growing off of it? Like, like chunks both. of amber. Uh, just both, yeah. just both. Just, just both. both yeah. Just yellow is often used as a warning hear, color in nature. Did you hear that you can actually tame rust monsters and make them pets? I or did not, can you really? Life goals. 
What are we gonna start doing that? Rust monster? As Sasha's new pet. Sasha's talking about amber being a color that means warning. The orc hero like looks down at her goldish oh. appearance is like, I guess, yeah, maybe. All right. I mean, if it's a bad guy, if it's a bad guy, they should be warned because you will deal with them. Yeah, that's true. Errol, um, would, would you mind taking the lead as you're the only one of us that can see in the dark? Yes, I love to lead. Here I go, the leader. Wait, while you're leading, do, you, do we want some light? I can make some light. I mean, to me, it's like the sun's out. I can see yeah. everything right now. How far away are we from the village? Uh, I mean, uh, you've been traveling, I'd say, for probably 30, 45 minutes at this point. So you're a good a good bit of ways. I think it's safe to put light out at this point. If he's followed us through this, then he can probably see in the dark, too. I, I will cast light on my shield. That's a good point. I, I'm going to look around. See, this, make, a, see, make a perception check. Like, this dude can't possibly know I can see blatantly in the dark. I yeah. can't see anything. I've been following you guys this whole time. Uh, somebody else can roll if you have dark vision, it would uh, still me. be at disadvantage. Perception, mm -hmm. yep. Could I give Seisha advantage, canceling out the disadvantage? This is I, the well, I'd say this is the rule too. Harold's one, yeah. Seisha's the other, so she I got, I got 16, I got 17. Okay, I don't see anybody following us. I mean, no. there's a lot of wide open, right? Oh, very wide open. Uh, you look around and you can kind of, you can see there is movement in the, the brush. You can probably assume that maybe it's coyotes or other wild animals around. Uh, there is forest mm. ahead of you. Mm. As you kind of just glance back. I've consulted you can my see spell list. Smoke on the horizon behind you right how, how far are the trees because i know we, we my feeling is we shouldn't be walking around in the forest without any light or during the dark but if we can just kind of get into the trees a little bit then we can be hidden at least from anybody that's going to come looking for us um you can the 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 tree line is on the horizon, but it is on the like the tail end of the horizon. Well, the forest itself stretches across the entirety of the horizon. It's like looking out over an ocean. But the more as you're walking, you notice that it doesn't really feel like it's getting any closer because it's so far away. Its vast size, though, is what makes it the horizon. Yep. Got it. Hey, Harold. Yeah. How does it feel to have your family? Weird, uh, conflicted, good, weird, bad in some places. I mean, they're gonna be back home, which is good and bad. Yeah. Uh, cool brother though. He's a cool guy. I mean, He's a like, good kid. Your brother is one of the coolest creatures I've met on this plane. Cool. He's I'll, really I'll let him know what a cool creature he is. Yeah, no, he's really good for for like ten year old. He's yeah. pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah, real sharp. Uh, Mom and dad were always really good at like not babying us and making sure we were like ready to do things. So I imagine that's how they raised him, and uh, good for them. 
they uh, they really did they really did change. I did not see that coming. Well, I'm happy and for you. Ho- hopefully, whoever he's praying to is also helping. I appreciate all you guys helping me through that because that was worst nightmare territory. What and, else uh, were we going to do, Harold? Just yeah. stand there. Well, I appreciate it. You you did most of it. We we were just here to help because you know we love you. We love you guys too. Okay, how are we going to camp? What's the what's the plan? How do we do this safely? Because my worry is, I can make an orb that no one can. Or well, it's more of a dome. It doesn't protect us from underground attacks, but no one can get in it. Moment. Does water pass through it? No. Oh, oh. Vin- Vinley, that 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 tiny hut that you do. You're talking right. about that? Does, of course. Would that stop scrying? No. I would have to use a, a higher level spell that's more of a private sanctum of that I create in a certain area with my wands to abjure from scrying or teleportation or just being able to see or hear into it in general. I have an idea. It's a very good spell. I have an Please. idea. You said there's a little orb, right? Uh, yeah, when when you do the scrying, there's an invisible thing that shows up that that's what you do the scrying through. And if you can see invisible stuff, you can a see sensor. it. Let's get set up, all right? And then tonight, right before we're about to go to bed, can someone cast Detect Magic? Of course. It'll be a little blinding or a little overwhelming for whoever does it sitting within the, the dome because you would be surrounded by magic. But yeah, I used to be able to cast it. Like, kind of like, eh. you gave I, up. I, does, is detect yeah. magic like on a specific item, or is it like in a general area? It's a general area, and you kind of just have like, it's hard to describe, but it feels like something is pulling you from an invisible string towards something, and then you can kind of focus on it, and it glows. Well, if we can do that, then oh. I can dispel it, and then we will at least know when they're doing it. Finley, that's a really interesting way to describe that. I I don't, I always, I mean, I don't use that spell very often, but it's always been a smell for me. Interesting. I smell it. She writes something down in her spell book on a very specific page. What does magic smell like? Depends Burn. on the type of magic. Oh. I'd like to think it smells like snow. Although, to no, sell, have a smell. To yes, sell it the does. Ruse, we should not do does that. Does water tonight. have a smell too? Right. It so, smells so when it rains. It yeah. That's other things getting a smell from being water. I'm making that dome. Let's dome up. Right. All right. Okay, so how many hours do you guys walk before um, doming up? I'd say three. Three hours? Three, two. I was going to err more on the side of two because I'm slightly intoxicated and exhausted. Not mechanically exhausted. But we could be if we if we did overestimate ourselves. Right. Two hours is pretty safe, two I hours think. is fine, yeah. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. Well, as, it- as we're walking, Seisha's going to kind of reach out and grab the cuff of Venley's robes mm-hmm. and just kind of pull her gently and hang back so they kind of get to the back of the group. She, like, briefly cuts her eyes towards yours eyes briefly, sees that they're not opaque black, 
and it's like, oh, okay, sure, whatever this is, it's fine. Great. So, how was your night? Well, it was better before I got ascending, but, um, it was all right. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We, uh-huh. I assume you're talking about Dabble yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. We had a very lovely evening. We shared some uh, folk songs from our hometowns, and it was quite He sang to you? I did most of the singing, actually. But if you tell anyone that, it's not true. Of course not. I I will write it in my journal and nothing more. Thank you. (laughs) He's a very good dancer. Um, You danced? Of course, it's part of elven folk music. You have to dance to make the music. <sighs> have you never seen elven folk? Oh. Well, no, you're the first elf I ever saw. Oh. Well, we're everywhere. <laughs> um, I'll show you sometime, and it'll be an experience for everyone, I believe. I'd like that. So, are you going to have 12 babies? No. Why would you say that? I'm just curious. It's a good number. You get all the chores done. The kids do all the chores. But it's one away from unlucky. But it's just one away, which means it's extra lucky because it hasn't tipped the lucky scale. Is that what we do on a daily basis? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, let's focus on not tipping the scales and less on... The 12 babies you're going to have with Dabble. Great. Got it. Okay. The side projects. Yes. <laughs> and she just kind of like quickly does that like awkward turtle walk back away from <laughs> Seisha. The... Seisha, I think we have to hurry. The coyotes are coming back. We're lagging too far behind the group. That sounds like a really big coyote. Or Kira, in an attempt... Oh my god. In an attempt to give the two of them privacy, because of course she can hear everything that they're saying, but an attempt tried not, she will walk next to V and say, uh, snow smells, um, you know when there's like a thunderstorm on the horizon, and there's that, um, that ozone smell in the air? That's a smell, snow. That's like snow magic. Ozone smell? Yeah, like, like when there's lightning, but it hasn't happened yet, or... Uh, it's just about to happen, and there's like a, um, it's a weird smell. It's like a metallic smell in the air. That's that's snow magic. Yeah. Okay. And that's what snow magic smells like, or that's what snow smells like. That's what snow magic smells like. I don't know if snow actually smells like anything. I don't know. I try to avoid snow as much as possible. Well, but hopefully yeah. we'll get more opportunities to be around snow. Oh wait, no, sorry. Well. <laughs> No, I appreciate that. Um, I just was really excited at how that climate didn't really affect me. And that was a pretty cool thing to learn about myself. Yeah, yeah, and you should. And and that also means we're gonna be closer to finding your family and stuff. And that's that that's that's why I got the hat and she puts the hat on. And that's uh, it'll be fine. But yeah, the the there'll probably be a lot of chances to smell snow in the mountains, right? Yeah. But that's yeah. Fire magic smells like a good campfire. Um, illusion magic um, smells like licorice for some reason. I'm not sure why. Ooh. Yeah, like good black licorice. No. You know, bad. a lot of stuff smells like licorice because um, there's a lot of. I, I, I think 
there's like a lot of herbs that just have the same like things in it that's like 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 basil for some reason basil smells like licorice to me oh that's um specific types of transmutation magic basil oh maybe it was fake basil i mean maybe that'd be horrible oh uh anyway i was thinking as i continue to talk so i'm not listening to what our friends are talking about back there um i don't know the scrying on us. It sucks. Okay. And we should be concerned about it. And I'm all for getting rid of it if we know it's there. But the thing to remember is the instant we dispel it, they'll know we know. And if they think we don't know, and I haven't had to think about this from the other side before. I'm usually the one doing the scrying. But if they think we don't know when they scry on us and we know we can mislead them because they'll be listening in when we think that we don't know what they know that we think we know. But we don't know when they're scrying. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. But, um, we could try to ask the Phoenix to maybe pinpoint what time of day they typically scry. Yeah, yeah. Or um, if we're looking for it, instead of just immediately dispelling it, um, may maybe we have like a code phrase that lets us know, you know, maybe Vinley. Banana. Yeah, when she notices. Banana, okay, all right. It's always the first thing that comes to my mind when people need a code word. I don't know. It's something Harold and I would do it. I would be like, all right, banana. And we just sort of like leave. No one really understood it. It didn't ever make sense in the context of the situations we were in, but it just was really quick. That's interesting because abjuration magic smells like banana, but um, this is actually going to be like uh, divination. Well, we could pick a different word. No, that works. I'm just thinking that a lot of divination smells like potatoes. So like potato could work. I mean, that would make a lot more sense to me. If Well, we could say potato just for the sake of theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if Finley suddenly just started talking about potatoes, I would know exactly what she's talking about. Oh yeah, no, I can't imagine Finley ever actually just talking about potatoes in general, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, potato. If if she just that would be kind of alarming if she just sort of did it. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, if we ever get like true seeing, that's that's fried potatoes. That's a that's a really like crispy potato. You know, I have a sensitive nose. I think it's good. I don't practice magic. Or I don't know. Maybe it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to teach you how to like sense. Maybe your nose can sense magic, even though you're not a magic user. And immediately, Orkira is just like starting to cast can trips close by like she mends a part of her armor is like what does this smell like well that one just smells like burning oh i mean a lot of my stuff is gonna smell like campfires yeah oh yeah. right no but i kept okay. wondering why they all kind of smelled like burning i've always thought my magic smelled like bacon i mean some of it does but not not all of it no, is it like is smelling your bacon? own bo? You know how some people can't really smell their own bo. Some everybody likes the the smell of their own magic. You know, your own musk. Yeah, magic so. musk. 
Yeah, I don't think it's BO though, because once again, it depends on the kind of magic you practice. Like I'm sorry, a lot of what us. What are we talking about right now? What oh. people's magic? What about like? BO? Finley, do you like potatoes? They're all right. It's not my first go-to for a dish. I much prefer fish and like st like stocky vegetables like corn. Okay, actually, that that's even better then. Um, the next time. If you cast detect magic and you detect uh, one of the scrying orbs, instead of telling us immediately and we dispelling it, say something about potatoes because then we'll know it's there. We can decide whether we want to get rid of it if we want to be sneaky. The code word is potatoes. Or potato. I mean, if you yes. see more than one scrying sensor, then definitely put an S on the end. Or Kira okay. says that, was it divination? Magic smells like potatoes. Yeah. Oh. For me, it smells like sweet buns, like potato sweet buns. buns. It could be potato buns. I've be never really buns. thought about it too hard. But it smells like fresh cut grass. Maybe we should dome up. <laughs> Here's a yes. question before we do. What does fresh cut grass smell like? Oh, oh, oh there's it smells a, a like word. death. No, it doesn't. It smells You're killing like living creatures. They're not plants. Aren't creatures. I've talked to many. Well, I have friends. Plants no, are plants. Yeah, well, right. my yeah, well, my Wait, spells plants are, are creatures. My spells yes. are target creatures. Only target plants when they're uh, when they're trying to bite me. So, Okira. Yes, hi. The phoenix understands separate people and understands, say, the concept of like a specific name. Correct. Oh yeah, absolutely. The next time you ask it questions, think of the top three people who could be scrying on us then and ask each in turn whether or not they have scried on us ever. Okay. I'm thinking Ellerthak, the Rose, and Manshoon. I agree. That's three very good questions. Do we want to ask if they specifically, or like, um, did Ellerthak or his someone. agents? Or have someone, yeah, because scrying is kind of a specific spell, and I think in this context, or him, Elder then. Back told someone else to scry on us. That's just if, Is the Rose a mage? If Her? they're working together? Well, the, mo the mayor, they're technically a bard, right? I don't know. I don't know what he does. I've never seen him do anything. I've never seen him fight anyone. I've never seen him raise a finger to anybody. He's Anytime sure. he ever wanted anything, he talked to people, and it happened. I Everybody talks about him like he's the greatest assassin who ever lived. And for all I know, he is because I've never seen him do it. Fair enough. Well, we know he plays. Phrase it in, phrase it in a way then. Whereas Ellerthak, Manshoon, or the Harlequin, have they or someone in their employ been spying on us? Have they or their agents? Sure. Well, I, However, I wouldn't that kind of like backfire? Because if they're working together. The answer yes for one of them would be yes for all of them because I would be sharing the same agents. Good point. Better for us to know that. But that's a place to start, right? Like once okay. again. It's... If we're going to attempt to trick them, we need to know who's scrying on us in the first place. And if it's none of them, oh, that's that brings fair. a whole different question forward as to who else would. I can try to do that again before we go to bed. Not tonight. Okay, good, because there's a chance it won't work, but tomorrow morning I can I can do that, yeah. Uh, we have time. 
I agree also... with you. We should probably dome up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, while they were having that conversation, I've gotten like somewhat through the ritual that is constructing the dome of dark blue magic. Did we eat dinner? I don't remember. I believe we did. I oh. did at least. I'm a little peckish. I'm going to make something from the bag. I didn't. I'm really hungry. Okay. Thanks, Aisha. Yeah. Let's see. What kind of meal are we going to have today? You guys find an open area in the very open area of the plains. <laughs> uh, the grass has started to become, you know, more abundant here and less just dusty western style. It's uh, the closer you're getting towards the forest, although you haven't made too much headway, um, is there's some dry grass spursed amongst the dry, deserty, sandy terrain that is around you. Uh, but Seisha, what do you pull out from your bag of bounty? I pull out a stew, but it's a really watery stew. <laughs> I think some of the rain got in the bag. Oh. Um, it's it's a really thin stew. That's a soup. It it is a soup. It's a soup with chunks of meat. Would you like some meat soup? Is, is it hot? Isn't stew it is hot. soup? No. Oh, what's the what's the flavor of the liquid? Did you drink straight out of it? This bowl. This is my bowl now. <laughs> it's fresh cut grass. Oh. Give, yeah, I'm give good. Me a bowl. Thank give me a bowl. you. I uh, I gotta try this. Here you go. Here you go. Like, yeah. It's hot. Oh. That's all that I want. It's like a Especially shot of wheatgrass. It's just yeah. Here you go, Rakira. It's, uh, it's actually a vegan soup. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious, honestly, actually. Except for the soup, really they are, but <laughs> except for the very strong grass. grass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, goblin I have to know what did you roll a four <laughs> what is that is that like poor or is that that is poor okay modest is 10 or above yeah, it's uh it's hot lemongrass water oh but it's Put hot some, um like boiled chicken in it nope no nope, chicken it's tofu it's tofu, tofu oh Nope. So it tastes strongly like chunks of grass I don't even think soup. it's tofu like actual tofu I think it's just big chunks of thick leaf like grass blades <laughs> like leaf <laughs> that have been boiled and now they're spongy <laughs> like an aloe plant i made grass stew <laughs> i've had worse is it only you three eating it i think so here i'm gonna cast prestidigitation and make all three of their meals taste better oh thank you Oh, it's best. like grassy chicken. <laughs> Instead of lukewarm grass, now it's kind of more warm grass. <laughs> All right. Look, the bag doesn't always win, you guys, okay? Food is food, and I'll be thankful that we didn't have to spend the spell slot and have um, hardtack lobster. I will also be thankful. No offense. No, none taken. You're not eating any. I can smell it. Oh, okay. Acidation can only do three things at once. I can't oh. change the smell, just the taste. Oh, I didn't know that. I can oh, only me. have three things going. So right now so, I smell bad. 
Watch. What do we want to do for watch? I'm happy taking morning as usual. I can oh. take first, but it would be within the confines of the dome. As yeah. she's standing in the dome, like, hi. I go sit in the dome. Looking around, you said this is all just like flat grass shrub of uh, the desert area. There's not trees or rocks or hills or anything to obscure the view. And I think in this case, probably everybody staying in the dome to do the watch is fine. Yeah. I'll go ahead and set traps out on kind of a wide area. Go ahead and uh, give me a survival check to set your traps. Certainly. Okay, your traps are set. Is the is the dome actually up now? Mm-hmm. Uh, or as soon as it springs into existence, or Kira steps up to it, oh mahogany, and walks in. <laughs> we just need, we, the only thing we need to do is be keeping an eye out for whoever's watching us, just to try to get an idea of what they look like, not to engage, just to get an idea of what they look like. Okay. Um. So. Harold and Seisha can see in the dark. I can as well. You, okay. So the three of you should probably be on three separate watches. Yep. As, as you guys make camp and you finally stop after marching a second time for the day. As you sit down consuming the plant tant, plant broth uh, <laughs> as you the day finally catches up to you all. And I need everybody to make me constitution saving throws. Oh, jeez. Oh, makes sense. Hey, that's pretty good. Oh, that's not great. Okay. I can't believe I have a plus five. Or, or Kira has yeah. been ignoring the burn and bludgeoning uh, that she got because there's been more important things, but now finally seated and not having to worry about moving or anything. Uh, the the cracked scales and the the bruises are starting to catch up as I roll the six. Uh, he is pretty emotionally shaken from the day's events and has rolled a thirteen. Thirteen. Oh. Harold. I, oh. I I don't have a fancy explanation. I got a five. <laughs> five. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's been Little a day, Harold. Guess. It's been a day for you, Harold. It's been a day, Harold. Uh, Vinley. I think Vinley is still not fully intoxicated, but like still feel, riding some sort of buzz off of Elven wine. She got a 12. 12? Okay. She's tired. She's coming Aisha? down. Taisha's feeling pretty good. Uh, it's been a long day, but it reminds her of being back home and working in the, the farmyard all day. So she got a 15. 15? Okay. And Voss? Uh, 16. 16? All right. Or Kira and Harold. Yeah. Uh, or Kira, yeah, like you said, just the the wear and tear of the burns and the crack skin and, and everything. And Harold, just as you sit down, the weight of this day and the emotional roller coaster that you have been on through this day, on top of walking for the majority of the, the first part of the day, uh, both of you have a level of exhaustion. Oof, doodles. Do we have that after we come out of sleeping? Uh, it, it will go away when you just long rest, but for okay, right cool. now you have. When so you like when you do your watch, you will have that exhaustion. So you'll have a disadvantage on your uh, ability checks. Or if anybody catches up to you or anything happens in the, in the middle, middle of the night. night. Don't say yeah. that. 
I mean, we'll say that. we're all thinking it, so. I'm not. <laughs> Seisha is. Katie's not. They can't touch us. Just don't leave the dome. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, everybody is getting ready for bed. Is there anything you want to do before everybody, before we do our first watch? I yes! there are some questions to be asked of, of the Phoenix or? Uh, no Phoenix today because I okay. just asked at the yeah. house. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah. So I'll ask in the morning. Okay. No worries. Um, I got a question for the stone. Oh, okay. all right. Yeah. Uh, after everybody gets all settled in, Seisha kind of scoots over next door, Kira. You ready? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are you um, okay? Um, yeah, I'll be okay. Oh, oh bothered. Oh, sore. I'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. And Seisha reaches into her pouch and pulls out a stone. That's uh, it's a greenish stone with three black pearl-like eyes set into it. Stone of Golor. Good evening. Seeker Seisha Valisbard. It has been some time since you seek knowledge. What I can I bestow upon thee today? What significant events have occurred on Marpanoth 15th? And as you think about this, your brain just lights up with the, every year. Just <laughs> as you see the events from across all of Toril flash through your mind, but there is a singular significant point in time that stands out as you take 16 psychic damage. And through a series of images and words bestowed upon you by the Stone of Golor, you hear. Many things have happened on this day throughout time. However, Marpanoth 15th is a very holy day and thus is known as God's Day to Water Davians as remembrance for the end of the time of troubles. However, just as many things have happened on that day as a whole, it is most significant in the year 1358 DR. On the 15th of Marpanoff, 1358, Mercule, equipped with one piece of the Tablets of Fate and followed by an army of fiends and undead, poured out of the great waste of Hades into Waterdeep. There were set on out to hunt down Mistress Chosen, Midnight and her lover Kelimvor, and their companions Siric and Adon to retrieve the other Tablet of Fate, and that the party held as well as the crown of horns that laid within the Blackstaff Tower. Reunited with his crown, Mercule was briefly able to also reunite the Tablets of Fate, creating a spire towards the Celestial Stairway. As he ascended the spire, a magnificent battle ensued on Blackstaff Tower's roof. And when the Lord of Bones was distracted by a swooping griffin, he was disintegrated by the chosen young mage whom he had been pursuing. The avatar of Mercule was destroyed in an eruption of plague and death. Kelimvor was also slain in the battle, and he was betrayed by Siric wielding God's Bane a sentient sword housing the god mask. In his death, Mercule's crown vanished as well. 
seemingly teleporting away. It is said that following the battle, the stars raid themselves from the sky, leaving nothing but vast, empty, black nothingness as they all descended upon Toril, atop Mount Waterdeep. Many say they saw the visage of an elderly, wizened, all-powerful man dressed in the robes of the starry sky appear as the size of a mountain he stood upon as he whisked away the tablets from atop Blackstaff Tower and destroyed them. It is also said that this is the same day Midnight became the new Mistra. Siric became the god of murder, strife, and dead. Before gaining more domains later, many gods returned from the dead and others did not. One of those returned was Torm, as this day is celebrated as the day of his return by his followers. Hey, 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 you okay? And my hand is lighting up with fire because I saw you reel at all of that. Yeah, I just, that was a big question. Lot, lots of information. But but not, I don't, I don't see blood coming out of places, so. No, no, just, just a headache, just a bad headache, but just a really bad headache. It's the um, worst roll we've done yet. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and do a, a cure wounds at first level. I. I can't remember if it's it actually helping. helps. It's not but helping. It's okay. She can't help. She can't help herself and just like yeah. she'll massage the back of uh, Sasha's neck. It's oh, eight health, nice. but yeah, yeah. It she she still has the same deep circles under her eyes that formed as the question was coming to her. I'm just. I'm gonna sleep. You want to sleep? I'd like to sleep. Let's sleep. Sleep is good. Yeah, let's get some sleep and then um, you and I have got third watch, it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Do not let um, the ground bugs bite. Okay, that's not funny because the last time there were ground bugs, they pulled me underground. That's fair. I was just merely mentioning the fact that my dome has clearly trapped a couple bugs in here. No, oh, they're not going to pull me underground. And Seisha kind of rolls over and snuggles up and goes to sleep. Or Carol will join her, although it will take a lot longer to go to sleep than normal, where usually by the time her head hits the ground, she is snoring. In this case, she actually will lie there for like five minutes before drifting off. Uh, your sleeping bag is warmed as you're trying to sleep. Sleeping bag? Who? Me? Or your blanket, one. whatever you have. You I, have something, don't lie I to have me. wings. Fine, <laughs> the leather of your wings are warmed. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I, I appreciate the nice. She's taken her handy haversack off and put that down as a pillow if you want to warm that. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Oh. All right. Um, who would like to take first watch with me of the two still left? I guess. Oh, uh, oh go ahead. Harold looks so beat. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm good whenever, honestly. So it's whenever you guys want. So sure, I can. I can take it's, it. Okay. 
sorry. It's okay. It was just in case anyone like changed their mind. I don't know. I already assumed Harold was asleep, so when he started talking, it scared me. Not going. Oh, there he is. <laughs> he does that. Like he'll randomly be like lucid, and then he's gone again. I've noticed that. It's a common psychological thing. It just needs he means he has. It just means I'm tired. That's all it means. I bet he talks to the birds when he's yep, just like that. That's how they learned curse words. Yeah. Beavers and ducks. <laughs> Alright, uh, who is my uh, first watch? Um, Vinley and Voss. Uh, and V? I don't know. I don't know. I think he was second watch. Okay. Yeah. I just couldn't uh, remember. V and Harold are second watch, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, got it. So V and yeah, Vinley. it's me and it's me and Vinley. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, I was about to be like, what? <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, give me a perception check uh, for your watch. Um, okay. If you want to, uh, V, if you want to help uh, Vinley, since you don't have dark vision, Vinley does. Uh, that way, Vinley can roll uh, at regular instead of disadvantage. Oh, okay. Um, uh, regardless, it doesn't matter. Either one can roll regular. Why is Vinley rolling at disadvantage? Because even though dark vision, it's still dim light, so it is still considered disadvantage. Technically, if you do not have dark vision at all, you are blinded. But yeah. so it's like trying to see in like a dark hallway and like okay, a creepy yeah, no, I, I, I'll help you. You can have it. You can roll normally. Cool. I don't know what your uh, bonus <sighs> is for perception is, anyways. It's a plus eight, but it doesn't help much yeah. when you roll a seven. I got a fifteen. Mine's a plus five, so like a little better than me. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 15? yeah. Okay. Um, as you. Kind of just scan the horizon, mainly focusing on behind you, seeing if anyone comes up down that road. All quiet. Well, it's pretty quiet out. For a, for a brief say. moment, the rain picks up, raining a little bit harder against the dome. Doesn't make any noise, but you can see it pitter-pattering and spraying off the top of it. As it washes down, kind of almost like a waterfall, blurring the vision beyond into the darkness. I have a question before I do what I'm about to do. Okay. With the dome, I have to be in it, but I can like stick my hand out of it to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as most of you is in it, you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, then Vinley will just kind of stick her hand out, catch some rainwater, rub it on her hands, and just rub her face a little bit and continue that to kind of wash her face a little bit and go through the routine of washing her face rather than magically dispersing the germs you're not muted <laughs> oh I, no i was <laughs> just kidding hey i'm pretty good That's at just concept right now. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding. all that right was, that made my heart actually stop for a second i was like what they're not <laughs> muted they're not muted no yeah. no um, but Vinley uh, will turn to V and just say, um, how are you, how are you feeling? We haven't really had a moment to talk since we left Waterdeep, I don't believe, just you and I. Oh, no, there was the time in the caravan, but that was much shorter and it was more just making flower crowns. There have been a lot of serious developments since then. How are you? Uh, yeah, um, I'm, um, I'm okay. 
Um, it's today was a lot for a lot of different reasons, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm really glad Harold's parents ended up not being awful, horrific people, but right. um, it, I guess it's just, I don't it, know. It, it makes you wonder if, if the people who did those awful things to Harold could change, why couldn't our parents change? I, I get that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I think the likeliness of this was all just a big misunderstanding is pretty slim. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I I don't know where I was going with this, V, but I want you to know the way that we had Harold's back in his family matters we will have yours, whatever you decide. Personally, I'm not going to tell you what decision to make, but I have my own prejudices. I, thank you. Um, yeah, I um, I don't really know what I expected to do with all this. I never really had a plan. I don't usually go into things with a plan so all of a sudden needing one is kind of like just something new yeah. to me and um it didn't really i guess the whole reality of the situation didn't fully hit me until um you know, Voss brought up to me recently that I'm probably going to have to kill my dad. And I don't know why I didn't realize that to that level, I guess, before. I guess, like, defeating, overtaking, I don't know. I guess I just didn't really think about the finality of it all. Well... Truly nothing is final. There is no way for any of us to destroy one's soul. Your father will continue. It isn't an end. It's just a metamorphosis of a sense. So yeah. if you do have to make that decision, take comfort in the fact that it was going to happen anyway. You're just opening the door for him to walk through. I just wish I hated him more so it could be easier. And I probably should. That's not your style, though, V. Like, I don't like him, obviously. Like, he's not a good person, but I just. I feel like I'm supposed to have this like extreme unbridled hatred and rage. I feel like I'm supposed to want to kill him or something. And I mean, like, I, I ran away from home not to, you know, have to run back and 
kill everybody. <laughs> it was so I just wouldn't. It was just so I could live a separate life away from everybody. I, I just didn't want to be a part of it. And now I'm like even more, I feel like I'm even more a part of it now than I was when I was there. Uh, Vinley just kind of comes up, like scooches over. Cause I assume we're sitting at this point cause it's been a while. And she just kind of takes one of your hands and does the like overlay and says, V, uh, you're not supposed to do anything in a situation like this. It's like what Harold said. He didn't know what he was going to do. He just took it at face value until he had enough information. Being an elf, we live a very long time. And yes, we plan a lot of things. But growing up isn't about planning everything about your day or about your life or your future. It's about learning to deal with what comes to you organically. So if we all get there and you decide that death is the only option for your father, we will back you. But if you find a way to defeat him or dethrone him, we will back you on that. But I want you to be prepared for that. Don't think you're being pressured into anything. Yeah, I guess it's just, it's really difficult to envision how all of this is going to end. Because you can't. People will surprise you. And hopefully your father will surprise you. And I hope you have the wisdom to see through a lie. I mean, do you really think it's possible? Anything's possible. I've seen an entirely mirrored plane of our existence multiple times at this point. I've met four deities. <laughs> um, I think your father having a change of heart is minuscule in comparison. Our friend, and she points to Akira, is from an entirely different reality than ours. Sometimes we have to remember that the universe is so much greater than us. I kind of hate that. I, I envisioned so many different potential confrontations and interactions Harold was going to have with his parents. We were going to have with his parents. I was going to have with his parents. And, um, and, and not one of them did I actually think this was all just a misunderstanding. Life has a way of doing that, and death is really the only absolute certainty of life, is that it comes to an end. Just be open going into things. I would hate for you to make a decision that you would regret later. Thank just, you. Of course. And she just kind of lays her head on your shoulder and continues watching the horizon. The, you know, sheds a couple more tears, but she is feeling a bit better now. All right. And with that, 
the watch comes to an end. You wake up Harold and our uh, Harold and Voss. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we need to roll? I think you need to roll. Cause I ain't doing shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What am I going to do? Stare out into the darkness? It's like that blob looks more threatening than the other blobs do. <laughs> you can be the close watch. And you can watch for bugs and keep them from climbing on air. Hey, Harold, do you see that man with the knife about five feet from us? I think he's here to kill us. Could be wrong. Could be the knife salesman <laughs> wandering in the dark, but you know. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not? Okay. <laughs> We don't even roll. Give me that perception check for your watch. Uh, Did I sleep enough to not be exhausted? No, you were no. still ex- you were still under the effects of exhaustion. So uh, you will roll uh, with Voss's help. You'll roll normal. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. As you're sitting with Voss, again the rain still lightens up a little bit more. Um, from the heavy pour downpour it started to have while during the first watch and you're just kind of sitting underneath this very comfortable dome as you're surrounded by all of your friends that helped you through a very grueling day both physically and emotionally you look out amongst the plains your eyes staring daggers back towards the direction of where you came from, but your mind is thinking towards a little bit further beyond that. Your family, now in water deep. Are they safer now, being that much closer to the rose? But they are with Davil. And then your mind thinks back to where you're headed as you look down at your friend who's been there for you for a long time and you've been there for her and what she may have to face against her own family what trials and tribulations you'll have to stand next to her for as you're talking with boss the night goes on nothing seems to be nefarious nothing seems to be lurking in the shadows except for your thoughts did this end how you wanted it to I don't think I really had a preferred ending. This one was sort of just a surprise. I have a brother. Which is weird. Why? I don't know. I just... The closest thing I had to a brother in my whole life was you. Thank you. I imagine I'm a little bit different than a 12-year-old child, though. Yeah, a little bit. Y'all y'all don't like the same games. He's into tic-tac-toe. You're more of a dark sky. It's... It, Unfortunately. Fair enough. It's curious. Curious. It seems that the city is becoming more of a permanent residence then. Seems like. Petunia's there. Your family, who by all accounts appear to be somewhat reformed, are there. Your brother is there. Roots have sprouted without you even really trying. I think I was always going to stay in the city. Let's be honest with ourselves. That's where I belong. I'm not really suited to this. It's nice. I like the birds. 
they all look like owls to me though so it's kind of hard for me to really appreciate them because petunia knows all the birds and uh to me they're crows or owls basically or pigeons i know pigeons Mm. just a shitload of those little bastards won't even get out of your way but i think that this turned out about as good as it possibly could have my folks are actually reformed on some level and maybe that'll last for like a few years and then I can help my kid brother not make the same mistakes I made. All the more reason that we have to secure the city then. That's the truth. The city's become a hotbed. Not that it always wasn't always, but we've kind of been at the helm of this hotbed for a while. I'd like to get it all settled. I remember when we were coming up here, you were talking to me about kingpins, powers, things you never really saw it. I took a moment to think about that. And I feel like you were wrong. It's not about becoming a kingpin. Power, despite its obvious moral qualms, doesn't really have a morality. It just sits there. It's a thing waiting for anyone else to take it. In the same way that our current open lord is not Rainier's shit father, but they both sat on the throne and had the same power. And while I know you don't like being a manipulator or a mover, I have to ask you the question, who do you trust more in that position than yourself? Hellerthak, the Rose, the Harlequin? I trust that when we're done, the right person will be seated there, whoever that is. I don't think it's me. Because Why not? Well... You say that power has no morality, and for that, I agree. Power is just power. It's just there, and somebody has to take it. The morality is the choice of who, how, and why. And I'm just a better second-string guy than a first-string guy. I work better behind somebody else making things better than i do at the head of anything i just don't want it then let me ask you this i'll share with you a bit of detail i told davil not too long ago that i wanted to be made second in command of the doom raiders davil's ties to the city are strong but tenuous it's hard to get a grasp on what he really wants sometimes but if i were ever to take that seat myself would you back me depends on how the seat was taken like i'm I said, not going to kill him if that's what you're asking i, I have mean, no intention of stealing anything from him he's a good leader i just but knowing that... what we know about him and his mentality. I feel like death lurks around every corner for him. That's the truth. Guy can't even go into a like a local like bagel place without worrying about somebody shoving him in line, and that'll be yes, it. the horrendous bagel place. Who knows what terrors lurk within its heart? But I'm being genuine. The guy can't go anywhere where other people are in any place that might cause a fight. And that means taverns are mostly out for him. Food places are mostly out for him. He's he's living in a very sheltered, unhealthy life 
because that's that's the curse placed upon him, and he did what it's he had true. to do. And he had a traitor in his ranks for a long time. You remember? I remember. My feelings are, if you got the position, and you know, and it was just naturally coming to you, of course I'd back you. It's not. I mean, I trust you. But it's one of those things where I also know that you have expressed to me multiple times killing people I wouldn't kill. If you're saying you were taking the position of second command, when last we discussed this, you said you had no real interest in commanding it at all. You know, just seems a little odd. But at the same time, of course I'd back you. After Daggerford, I began to think long thoughts about the future of when we return to the city and what I want from it. And I now have a clarity of vision that I did not have before. Is it because of good things that happened in Daggerford or bad things that happened to Daggerford? Just things. Daggerford, Daggerford screwed with us in a lot of ways and everybody was so kind of caught up in the ways it was screwed with themselves. I've never really got a chance to ask you what it did to you. The reason why I'm so proactive, the reason why I plan and plot and scheme is because I know what happens when you do nothing. Hope is a drug, Harold. Courageous action is all that matters. It is why in every angle, in every move, I must take action. It's why at times you frustrate me because I feel like you can and you choose not to. And while I understand, I will never allow the fates to determine what my destiny will be. I take the first step forward. Daggerford reminded me what happens when I do nothing. So that is what I learned there. That is why everything I do Everything forces fate forward. My plans don't always turn out the way I want, but they are mine. And they still, even then, move in the direction I want them to move. And I have great, great plans for that city. When you look at a tree, Harold, how do you tell if it's rotten? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy. I'd imagine you'd look inside it. You look at its roots. The roots of Waterdeep are rotten. No one has ever even attempted to change that. It is built on a hive of evil. And when I'm done, those roots will be gone and new ones will grow in their place. The ominous way you say that makes it seem so scary. I'm not going to pretend I'm not going to have to kill people to get what I want. That I'm not going to have to make enemies, that I'm not going to have to kill Xanathar, Manchun, or even Elerthak when all of this is done. Though that's not my call to make. 
much as I may want him dead. That's V's enemy, not mine. That's the truth. Nonetheless, I can no longer sit by and just allow that festering thing to exist. I have done nothing for a long time. Now it's different. It's weird to me how passionate you are about a city you're not from. What happened? I wanted something for the first time in my life. Truly, passionately wanted something. And I found that I would do anything to get it. It's strange how the variety of people you meet changes you from who you were and how events change who you are as a person until you are unrecognizable from when you started. I guess the test is not letting those changes shaped our core beliefs trying to hold on to whatever it is that we all hold on to to keep going what is it you believe more than anything else that everyone deserves a chance that people people generally can't help themselves and they need somebody to step up and do it and it's not pretty or easy or or fun and it's not rewarding and it's not anything that anyone would ask for but somebody has to step up and that's what i want to step up and for people to see me step up and to say to themselves i can step up and and that is what saves rotten roots that's what fixes it's not quick sudden violent changes in my eyes it's slow methodical focused celebration of life i wish i'd known that sooner when i first got started in all this mess before i got in that bag i wish i had changed so much now because i see the good in everything and there's only so much evil that's just so pure there's nothing can be done and i've seen that too i've seen that elf killer you know i've faced down evil that is impossible to comprehend or understand and i know that sometimes you have no choice if you really want to do what's right by people enough's enough and sometimes you have to step up and if that means that somebody bad who's going to hurt people no matter what you do has to go as long as you're fighting for the right thing i think that sometimes that's okay i don't like it but there's nothing that's going to stop the harlequin other than me and he's not going to stop just because I don't want him to, just because I talk to him or explain things to him, that man has to be in the dirt. And that's what I want. I just want people to have some hope and to feel like tomorrow's coming and to want tomorrow to be better than today. Then I'll say this. If ever comes a time where I ascend to that spot, if you stand beside me, 
I ensure that all who threaten what you believe and those who are close to in your kin will be burned away and that you will have the opportunity to live the life you've always wanted to. Think about it. We have plenty of time. But the fact of the matter is, I know I can't do any of this alone. I just think the way we look at things is very different. Yes. And the, and the more and more we talk about it, the more and more I say to myself, that sounds intense. It's a lot. I just think that if there's something going on, man, if there's some really awful thing going on in your life that you haven't told us about or something i wish you'd just say and we could talk it out because I, I i worry about your intensity and how much you care about this city and how much you care about i mean you just you are on a whole other level of intense lately when you talk about this sort of stuff and yet unlike before you're so carefree and light I just worry, man. You just, it just seems like something's going on. And, and as, as your friend, I just hope if there is, you, you talk to me about it because... Do you, remember, do you remember the conversation we had with the Open Lord not too long ago where right after we had killed Xanathar in the streets? And do you know what she said? She's almost bemused. She said, Waterdeep always has a Xanathar and another one rises again as if this malignant beholder was just a part of the city forever and everyone just accepted it. Manchun, the Rose, the nobles who've caused this plague we're dealing with right now, they're the constant. They've been around for a long time because no one has ever decided to make any moves against them. And for the first time, and we can thank dear Renard's stupid dad for this, we have a chance to permanently change the city. To do what has never been done in its history except by gods. To change it completely so that no Manchun no Xanathar, no noble houses who cry to dark gods will rise again. Do you know what I would do for that? Anything. That's if what that's makes what me it nervous. Takes. That's what scares me. No matter what the outcome would be, it would still be better than what it is now. I think that having done all the things I've done, which have been very stupid and have cost me a name that I can't even remember anymore. I still think there are things too sacred to give up to get what you want. That's just something I wholeheartedly believe that there are sometimes stakes too big. And I just worry for you. I don't know where this burning energy comes from because you were wrong somehow i just feel it i don't think that this is about the kids i don't know what it's about but if if it would help in some way 
I hope you know you can talk to me. Sure. But this is far beyond me. It's far beyond any of us. In many ways. Not for long, it isn't. What I mean is, is it's a purpose beyond any one of us. I want to do something that has never been done. And that requires taking courageous and perhaps intense action. Is it worth being known forever for changing everything if you lost who you are on the on the journey? If it wasn't you at the end of the road? Voss thinks about this for a moment. And then looks very calm and says, Yes. Me, I... I can't say that I am not the same. You know, when I got into this gig, I thought to myself, hey, here's some easy money. I'll stand in the back. I'll pretend to cast spells. And, you know, today I look at it a very different way and I didn't get into it for the same reasons. Oh, and you have so much more to fight for now. We all do. We all kind of came from a whole lot of nothing. Now we own a bar and we care about our neighbors and there's a lizard that follows us around and sometimes and it's just uh we built ourselves to this point of having responsibility towards it all and sometimes the things you talk about i worry that not all of those responsibilities are going to make it through the transition then there are two ways to look at that You can assume they won't and part ways, or you can stay close and give yourself the opportunity to convince me otherwise. We both know I can't convince you otherwise, no matter how sick I am. Do you really think that you've never changed my mind on anything? All right, slick schemer. Always. I never plan on being not by your side or sticking close, man. That's not happening. I just worry about directions and seeing us on paths very divergent from each other makes me scared because obviously I've experienced this several times now. I know obviously I would never expect you to like turn on me or anything, but I don't, I just want you at my Christmas parties, man. I think that's pretty fair. Like I said, stay close and watch and speak. Do as you have done. And you may find yourself, as I have always said, able to turn the tides far more than you think you can. Well, when the day comes. In the meantime, I have a fantastic story I haven't told you about these pants. Let me talk about a little thing called cuffs and we'll there. Okay. And that right there is where we end our second watch. Uh, Vinley turns yeah. into a lich and kills Harold. <laughs> I would like to become an Oathbreaker Paladin and prevent this information from being released into the world. Uh, <laughs> I think it's for everybody's well-being. All right, Harold, it's time for me to protect you from everybody. I need to hear this story. Let's go. <laughs> and in this world, there are two kinds of people. <laughs> Pants, Pants people, people and no people. pants people. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, but uh, with that, uh, the uh, third watch undertakes, and I believe that is Seisha and Orakira. Seisha and Orakira. Oh, 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 I was sleeping on a rock. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to feel um, that today. Oh, uh, can I rub something? No, make it no better? it's all right. I think it's a rib. Okay. Uh, actually, can can you help with, with yeah. something? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And she's not wearing her armor, so she'll turn around and like lift up her shirt and be like, there's a loose scale right there. Oh, yeah, uh, I see the, it. The, the, be, the beam kind of got me in the yeah. one spot. Can you just oh, like, geez, give it a yeah. Just give it a yank. Okay, ready? Just, yep, one, no, two, anyway. three. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. That's going to have to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to mold it. She's just one. sitting oh. there holding a scale. <laughs> I yeah. tried to push it back in. It popped off. No, that's what I needed. Like, okay, now, good. The next time I molt, I'll, I'll get a new one. So yeah, that's. that's Do I get to keep this? Up. And for there's this interesting moment as you watch, like four different emotions flash over Orkira's face, and the, the first one is is kind of acceptance. Oh yeah, of course. The second one is worry, and then like a thoughtfulness, and then a a weird bit of like your family resignation. Yeah, if you want it, if it's not really? creepy. Yeah. I'm gonna have it made into a necklace. That way when that's you're not with little... us, I have something to remember you by. Okay, that's a, that might be a little creepy, but if it, yeah, sure. I mean, it's not like it's gonna- It is kind of creepy to wear someone's body parts, isn't it? Well, but I gave it to you, so I guess not. I mean, Venley makes it seem normal. That's a whole other discussion. Don't let yeah. Benley clone me, okay? Okay, promise. Okay, all right, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's really pretty out here. I'm glad With you that, can see it. I need a perception check from the, the two of you. Uh, you can so, roll. I would like to give Seisha advantage, but I still have exhaustion. Can I do that? I roll with advantage to begin with. Oh. There you go. Don't, don't need it. <laughs> then you know what? I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a yeah. disadvantage just for fun. I'm gonna see what I smell. If you roll high enough, you actually see Vinley crouched over on the other end of the <gasps> tiny hut with a glass urn, cloning Orkira. <laughs> so with disadvantage, I rolled a one, which gives me a fourteen. So all I notice is now I've got this tiny little bare spot right there that I can feel the clothing and it's going to be like weeks before I molt and I'm going to just be feeling that spot and oh that sucks that sucks Natty 20 for a 23 <laughs> the, the dice taketh and the dice giveth yep. <laughs> amazing I, I like how we bookend this it's amazing Lauren did actually give me advantage because she took the bad dice juju <laughs> I'm here to help <laughs> <laughs> As you stare off out throughout this flat landscape, eyes shifting, you can see there is movement. Orkira, do you east. see that? What? Look that way. Over there. Look where I'm pointing. Look where I'm pointing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you see yeah. that? Something's moving out there. Uh, maybe. Does it look like it's coming our way? Uh, from the east, easterly is um, the forest. Oh, okay. Yeah, the town is to your west. And uh, the more you focus and glare, you can see that 
Whatever it is, it is on four legs. Oh, I think it's a deer, maybe. It's got oh, four okay. legs. I mean, that is an animal with four legs, yes. And it's about that time. Uh, it's deer time? I didn't know there was a time for deer. Oh, yeah. Deer get more active early evening and late evening. Oh, like early okay. morning. And you can actually see three, four, and they take off, and you can see that they're actually horses. <sighs> Wild mares taking off across the plains. Oh, it's horses. Oh, okay. Like, <sighs> I, I'm, I'm assuming you're making happy horse noises, so I'm assuming not like with riders. Yeah, noise. no, I, I don't see anything on their back. Okay, okay. But with your natural 20, looking towards the west. Are they running from something? No. Actually, real quick, no? Okay. <laughs> looking toward the west. <laughs> you look back towards the west, and no one has alarmed you throughout the night. And through your conversations, of course, you all, you and Orkira like to take the morning watch so you can watch the sun rise. Mm-hmm. But it will rise to your back as it illuminates the entire field towards the west, all the way that stretches to the horizon beyond where you, you can't see the town. But through the open plain and everything in your natural 20, you know that you are not being followed. I don't see anything behind us. Okay, good. Yeah. I think that soup gave me like extra keen eyes this morning. I mean, it was nice and warm. It was a potent soup. Yeah. 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 How are you feeling this morning after that uh, stone question? You were kind of shocked. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. I. I asked it about a date that appeared in my mom's journal. Um, I don't know. It's weird. She wrote this journal from the viewpoint of Lara. Okay. I mean, Dad told me that she was a priestess of Lara, so I guess she's covering her tracks by writing it, by writing down the event, because she was trying to find her. And I guess she's writing down, or she wrote down the events as if she were her, to throw people off. Right? Do you think this journal was ever meant to be read by anyone else? Like, did she know that eventually it was going to come to you? I don't know. Because that's... That's what I would think, is if she knew... I would think if I was writing anything down like that, either I'm writing it with the intent of no one ever seeing it, or I'm writing it and I think someone else is going to see it. Or I want well, someone else to see it. And then that's that's going to mean two different things. When it comes down to it, it's one of two things. Either she's writing it, impersonating a god, or she is Lara. And I have a very hard time believing that my mother is a goddess. So I'm going with she's writing it from the point of view of throwing people off and making it seem like she's keeping a journal of Lara. It's possible. I mean, and I think, I think, 
the way the gods kind of work around here, you're probably right. But that being said, she'll run around in her bag and pull out her book, put it down, and open up to just a random page. Just any random page. I'm not the Phoenix, but I talk about them a lot, and I talk to them a lot, and I think people think I talk for them a lot, which, I mean, I guess is kind of true, because... You know, I'm I'm a cleric of theirs, so I'm a representative. Yeah. And so that line can get blurred, you know, sometimes. I mean, I don't keep a journal, but if I did, I think people might suspect that I was trying to talk for them, depending on how I would talk about things. Yeah. Do you think that's what your mom was doing? I don't know. Everything in it is I and its events surrounding Mistra or Lara. Yeah. A lot of Mistra information in it. A lot of it. Well, Truth be told, I don't really know that much about Lara. I know she's the Lady of the Mists and she's all about deception, but it's hard to know anything about her because she is the goddess of deception. Yeah. So everything you read could just be a ploy. Maybe, but then... I mean, I'm not the kind of person who can help you with this. That's, that's others. But I do know enough to know tricksters, liars, anyone who wants to lie. It's because there's a reason. Either they're hiding something else, they're covering up something else, they're protecting something else. I mean... I'm about to let a lie about me travel around with a bunch of people because I want to help protect Harold. Maybe your mom was doing the same. Maybe these so are should. lies. Sorry. No, go ahead. Maybe these are lies to protect you, other people, the truth. I don't know. Sasha pulls out the book. The last line she wrote in here is... Um, I now have known true love, but see what fate it brings. And she wrote that the day she left, the day I was born. I mean, she, right after giving birth, she got up and left. <sighs> That's impressive on both a yeah. emotional and medical level, yeah. I mean, how do you do that on every level? How do you, how do you do that? Because you think that leaving is more important for people you love than staying. Why is the important question. Why she thought that is yeah. that, that's a that's a question you still have to answer, but it's the only thing I can think of. I'm really happy for Harold. Yeah, me too. He got his family. Yeah, I mean after everything I had heard, I was really worried that it was going to be bad, bad. But yeah. It was nice, you know? I had to apologize to them for yelling at them. I really need to get to be better about that. I let my initial instinct just completely blind me to things. I gotta get better about that. I have to keep my mind open. It's one of my tenets. I've got to be of an open mind. No, but... <laughs> You, you. <laughs> Sorry. You, you care a lot about Harold the same way I do. 
you thought that they had hurt him. And you know what? It's it's one thing to try to keep an open mind. It's another thing when your heart hurts for someone, you know? So I think yeah. it's understandable. Yeah. How are you feeling this morning? You look a little better. Yeah, uh, a little bit. That's, uh, that's gonna sting for a bit. Do you have like an ointment or anything for it? Uh, there was this oil that I used to use, but I haven't seen it forever. But that's mostly for when the molting happens. And none, none of you want to have to deal with that. Did Harold ever tell you Did, stories? But it didn't sucks. Harold have some sort of saddle oil with that that they use on the the griffin's wings or something? Or no, it was the saddle oil. They used it on the saddles. Didn't Harold have some of that? Maybe that would work. I, I don't know. That's leather and feathers. And I am neither of those things. Well, I mean, your wings are leathery. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do about the, the wings are just the wings. No, the, but like, next time we come across a bunch of dragonborn, I can ask. It's a, it's okay. a, it's a scaly thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. No, it's, 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 this is fine. This, this will be fine. This will be fine. Um, okay. Can I, can I admit something to you? That's kind of selfish. Yeah. I mean, don't tell Harold. Because like, I have no regrets. And it was super important. And keeping his family safe is super, 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 super important. Yeah. But it does kind of bother me that there's people out there who might think that I'd be okay with killing a kid. I can understand that. I, I don't think anyone me. who's met you would think you could. Well, that's why it doesn't bother me so much because I think the only people who we care about thinking that are people who think horrible things anyway. And if they're as bad as we think they are, they might believe it. But yeah, that was a little weird. I get it. I totally get that. I wouldn't I, want people thinking that about me. Yeah. But I guess the people that matter don't think that. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to focus on. Yeah. I think the people who know you know better and people who don't, know you will make up anything about you there's no price in their heart for thinking ill of you if they don't know you and you watch as she's as you're saying all that or Kira literally like you could probably see a light bulb it's that much of a huh you know I wonder if you could find people who knew your mom after she left what if we could if you're having problems finding out information directly about your mom or about Lyra, Lyra, Lyra. I get Lyra. the two of them mixed up. Yeah. Lyra, like a, a villain's lair. Ah, okay. But like, if this is a trickery person and lying and all that, mm -hmm. trying to find out direct information might be really hard, but maybe what you need to do is find out information from people who knew her after she left. The people who knew her best after she left. I don't even know where to start looking. I have no idea where she went. She was in Waterdeep, I think, before she came to us. Is that something you can ask the stone? <sighs> no. Not unless she is Lara. Well... And even then, the stone may not know because goddess of deception. Yeah, but you won't know until you ask, right? Yeah, 
that, that'd be like getting two questions at once if you ask and the stone uh knows because she is a goddess mm -hmm. then now you find out your mom at least was at some point a goddess or an avatar or something like that i don't know gods are weird yeah yeah they are I know you've been focused on on the the elder eye and where we're going and stuff like that, but maybe that's yeah. that's a question to put in your your future book. I I got to I got to be smart ass at him. It was really fun. Smart ass at the elder eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We should we should also work on on uh, more of the stuff to help you. We should now that we're past the town and everything. We should do more of that. That might not be a bad idea. I uh. The last thing I did worked. I have a theory. Building okay. on building on that. I I basically I, I channeled my connection to Ogma into my solar. And it fractured the connection between it and the elder eye. Just a little bit. It's nothing permanent. But it was enough that I feel more in control than I have in ages. Well, it's not permanent because you just did it once. I mean, yeah. this, this sounds like this has been something that's been going on for a while. And so it's the the, the start of breaking down a chain, right? You got to start yeah. somewhere. The more you do it, the more you break it. Yeah. You, you let me know what I can do to help. I think... I think actually both you and Venley may be able to help. Okay. We're all divine. Well, I mean, I, I don't like are. to say it. I think maybe, maybe we can try a group meditation and get into a place eventually where we can channel together. I'm happy to help. I'm sure the Phoenix would be too. Wish I could take you to the elemental plane of fire. You'd really like it. Can I bring marshmallows? Absolutely. Okay, then yeah, I like it. Yeah. But uh, since I can't do that, I'll just have to bring a little bit of them here. But yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, let's get breakfast started. In the meantime, okay. oh shit. Seisha, I need you to make me an intelligence check. Ooh. You don't have to do it at disadvantage because you have keen mind. Mm, that's a 10. You're so close to figuring something out, something that has already been laid before you as an option and the things that you're thinking about with Orkira openly right now. You can't quite put the tethers together. So what do you make for breakfast? <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see how we do here. Sasha pulls out the bag and oh no. What? What's wrong? <laughs> she she pulls out the bag. She pulls out the bag and reaches in and pulls her hand out. And it's just like gristle and fat hanging off her hand. It's not even bacon. It's just the fat from the bacon. That's all oh. there is. Did, Again, did your, did your bag break? Can you break a bag? I don't know. It looks like I did. 
oh thank you i needed some of that and she pops out of the hole that she was in goes back down and finishes her rituals <clears throat> that's our breakfast <laughs> oh are you sure <laughs> or kira Did can you make breakfast uh i need i need a few minutes and i can i can make us a solid food. I won't yeah. call it so. breakfast, but we'll call it a solid food. And yeah, yeah. this is the He's morning this... I will sit. Yeah. And I, will... I rolled a one, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love Me it. He's still hungry from the night before. Is like, how far away? So you spin the spell slot, uh, create food and water and. Yeah, yeah I got a, I got a. I'm assuming we've gotten a long rest at this point. Yeah, yeah everybody's every, gotten a long rest. If you had exhaustion, you no longer have exhaustion. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'll, so. I will prepare food and water as a, as a spell because I haven't had it, <laughs> and I will, I will cast, uh, I, and I will intentionally do the hard tech that does not taste like lobster. Um, okay, praise the Lord's above. Be- because, thank you. Because I thank have learned. You. I do like lobster, though. But until I can actually make lobster, I think this is probably for the better. That's fair. I will say, as we're cooking a breakfast and starting a fire, I go to Akira and I say, now in the morning before we get a move on, might be a good time to ask those questions. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... As she's right. still, she's she's still preparing great food and water. I'm trying to figure out what I need to, what I'm not going to take. Oh, oh yeah, I should do that as well. Um, yeah. you know what? If Seisha gets into problems, um, all right, I'm not going to prepare a locate creature because we're still very far away from the mountains. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let that drop. That'll be my what I'll use, and then I'll figure the rest of it out later. Um, where, create district. Where is where is create food and water? Where's my create food and water? <laughs> oh, Phoenix, why level? can't they fight create food and water? What happened? Oh, it's a third level. That's why. Okay, there <laughs> it is. Okay, it's like the second level. Okay, so yeah, she is making the hard tack. Poof. There's there's more food and water than we know what to do with. Forty five pounds of food and thirty gallons of water. Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> you have food. travel food. It's all. Yep. And uh, so before you get going for the day, uh, do you ask uh, the Phoenix questions? Yeah, I'm sitting in front of the fire, and as as Voss says that, I will. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I will spend the ten minutes to ritually <laughs> cast commune, um, as the fire is dying out. What three questions do you ask of the Phoenix? As I'm doing the the prep, I'll look over at Voss. So I'm asking about Ellerthak, Manchun, and the Rose. Yes. Am I asking each separately? If, yes. If we need to know where this is stationed, so to speak. And if two come up, that would mean they're complicit for certainty. So... In this case, it would be, is, or are, Ellerthak, the Rose, or Manchun, are they scrying on us or anyone in their employ, their associates? So one at a time, though, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Um, Do you have a preferred order? We're going to get to all of them. (laughs) Probably Ellerthak first, just to make sure that the immediate threat doesn't have eyes on us. 
in yeah. Fair enough. And while you're casting your spell, I'm also going to cast Detect Magic just to make sure we can have this conversation with the Phoenix in private. Okay. That sounds good. So we start ritualistically casting together. I, I knowing this, uh, use a, two minutes of my cast of, of this time to let Vinley get ahead of me on her casting as I ask these questions of us. So that she's done first. I love that. Uh, Vinley, as you, you do the ritualistic casting of uh, Detect Magic, there are many things that light up among the persons uh, that are surrounding you, but it's the common mag is the magic items that you're used to, um, and yeah, it's been a while since you cast this spell, so it's oh. blinding. Yeah. Oh, there's blood in my eye. I went too high on the swipe. Oh, oh wow. And you look around. You look towards the heavens to see if something is invisibly scrying upon you, and you do not see anything. And there's no no ping of illusion magic or or divination magic or anything like that around you. Yep. Oh, we're good. For once, I'm happy there's no potatoes. And then, poof, fire lights back up. Yep. Okay. Ah, oh. Oh, yeah, sorry, I should have warned you. I don't um, know why I was looking straight at it. Ah, I didn't give you a warning, that's my bad. Good morning, hi. I missed the elemental plane of fire. It's not a question, I'm just letting you know. Um. Is or has Elrithak Gathala scried on us or told one of his people to scry on us? We watch the flames as they are normal. And you watch as they slowly begin to fade before igniting in bright flames. That's one, yes. All right, same exact question, except replace Elrithak with Manchun. You know, my favorite person. And the flames that are there die down to the normal embers and fire before nearly pittering out. Almost completely. Okay. I'm almost a little insulted that the flame is that low. No, I'm not. It's Manchun. The rose is the last one. All right. Uh, third verse, same as the first, except now we're talking about the rose, who's also like my favorite person. And uh, you watch as the flames begin to slowly come back to normal and continue to grow and grow before they are snuffed out. Oh, okay. Is that a yes? It's a no. It's a, a no. no, right? All right, thank you. Um, Sorry to ask about horrible, horrible people. Have a good morning. Wow, that was okay. Does that was that, pretty definitive. That means only Elithak has been scrying upon us out of these three. Hmm. That there is one thing to keep in mind that I just thought of now. He may be the only one that scried. But he may be sharing the information. We know he knows Menchu, so. 
What's important Bye. is that we know who's been watching us. Yeah. It's going to be hard to pinpoint mm -hmm. when or if or anything like that, as I know you can't cast detect magic constantly, I think. I could. It would just take us excruciatingly longer to get to where we were going. Because mm -hmm. every 10 minutes I would have to stop for 10 minutes and then continue for 10 minutes and then stop for 10 Could you minutes. cast it three times in a day then? Yes, as long as I have 10 minutes to cast it, I can cast it as many times as I wish. Once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and once before we go to bed. Of course, every time we take a break. Is everyone all right with this? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Just keep that in mind, everyone who can cast spells, that for the first 10 minutes of our breaks, I will be very sensitive to your magics. The main thing we have to take away from all this is that, obviously, from what happened in the village and from what's happening now, he obviously knows we're coming. Yeah. So, knowing that, any pretense of a sneak attack is out the window. True, but, like I said, if we know when he's doing it, maybe we can say things to put him off the track? Hopefully we'll be, hopefully he does this as an established pattern. We can do it at a different time every day, see if it's consistent. Um... I never realized scrying was as easy as just knowing somebody. I'm really sorry, guys. It's No, it's okay. You have nothing to apologize for. Yeah. Your father has a lot to apologize for, but you have nothing to apologize for. Right. For Absolutely. all we know, he could be scrying on Harold to see where Harold is. Yeah, scrying is not necessarily sure. hard. It's uh, I just you can't help but feel like this is fairly personal. Of course it is. To him. Yeah. Probably, I mean, now knowing that he was exiled and like, but I chose to leave. I don't know. Maybe to him, it just feels a, there's like another layer, another level I didn't consider before. From what it sounds like, none of his family wants him. Excuse me for saying that. But... I don't, I don't think he deals with rejection well. He's a very powerful man. He's not used to being denied. And you denied him. You rejected him. That makes you prominent to him. You've done nothing wrong. You understand that, right? Yeah. It's just hard to not feel bad knowing that you guys are all put in danger and being spied on because of it. Which is always dangerous. I considered the necklace at least maybe having some sort of tracker or something, but like I mean, to just be scried on. Man. It's an easy. It's an easy way to get what you want. It's just it so creepy. No one has privacy anymore. But you know what, V? You're worth a little creepy. I mean, we can always return the favor, and Orkira digs around in her bag and pulls out. Uh, it's a it's a spectrometer. <laughs> Awesome. I, was, I don't know if any of you have ever seen it. It looks like a crystal ball at the top and it's got this mechanical apparatus on the bottom where a flame would be held and she holds it up and she's like, I mean, we can, we can try to uh, return the favor if you ever want. I've seen him and you know him really well. So oh, I want, I want. <laughs> he's probably oh. pretty resistant. And so he would know 
if he resisted, but he wouldn't know it's me. He would just know someone tried. Um, But yeah. Save it before we're about to get to the mine, I would say. Okay. I just need to know to prepare it because I don't, I don't usually prepare that kind of thing, but. uh, Because we might get one, if it's easy to dispel, then we might get just one shot at this before he gets wise to it. That's honestly good to know. It's only easy to dispel. But what if we catch him at a really awkward moment, like the bathroom? Well, then I see him pooping. Yeah. And on that note, (laughs) you continue on your day. (laughs) The day's journey is long and flat, uh, but pretty uneventful. Uh, you march for the entirety of the day. Six hours, you break, you detect magic, there's nothing around, you continue on. Eight hours, 10 Can hours. We stop now. How I, I probably, because it's flat, I won't do as much of the f- up, fly around, and come down because uh-huh. now I'm more of a beacon than helpful. Uh-huh. But I will do it once or twice, if only to get a gauge on how far away actually is the tree line. Uh, you uh, give me a survival check. Yeah, definitely okay. survival check. Oh, ah, eight. I mean, maybe another day, maybe half a day. You're not quite sure. I mean, it's it's close-ish. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's I go up and I just see trees, but I can't get a, like a read. <sighs> how far it is? I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm tired of walking. Well, don't well. you don't you have your flamey horse? Yeah, but I feel guilty because not everybody can ride him. It's okay, man. Ride your ride, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, everyone can take turns <laughs> if you feel guilty. Yep. And once again, you hear the uh, uh, the pitter-patter of hooves coming up as your celestial nightmare-looking horse yep. <laughs> um, emerges Baby. from... Uh, but if you push on, you're at the 12 hours of marching for the day. If you wish to make camp, you can. But you do see the edge of the tree line. And it is closer. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys this morning, but we were not being followed as far as I could tell. I didn't see anything either. I watched I... very vigilantly. Good. Did vigilantly? Vigilantly. It's not a word. It I just is now. Diligently. Perhaps, diligently. Perhaps we should stop for the night. <laughs> I think it's time to stop. Words hard. I before we stop. Or here's the wrong person to ask this question, but I'm gonna ask anyway. If I go up like we're talking about uh sleeping we're talking about stopping she's gonna fly up one more time to take a look and it's been weird that like uh maybe the forest is closer maybe it isn't um no no it, it is close that was dustin's bad on miscalculating distance so <laughs> okay all right so this is our 12 it has been 12 hours but at that 12 hour mark you hit the edge of the forest line yeah. Oh, okay. I was starting to get a little worried that there was like magic going on here. No. <laughs> and I'm like, or here's the wrong person to ask about that. It just kind of keeps magic. moving further away. <laughs> Listen, I've been in places like that. I got a little worried. Um, but okay, no, look, trees. Yeah, geez. They kind of snuck up on us there. You really did. How did they do that? They're ants. It's magic. Oh, don't say ants. Why would you summon that into our. <laughs> Do you know oh. how mean Ensa 
No, the ones I've met are nice. The only wood to knock on is the trees themselves. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, you knock on wood so that the fairies that live in the tree shoo the bad luck away. But the only wood to knock on that they're not ants are the trees. So if they are ants and you knock on them, it's going to make them mad. You don't own anything that's made of wood? Do I? I don't think I have anything made of wood on me. I hold up like three of the ones that I have. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. So you stand before a mass array of trees, like looking into the redwood forest. As you can see, the road continues and disappears into the darkness of the, the shadowed tree line. Uh, sleep yeah. outside the woods. Yeah, yeah. That's a good suggestion. Is this um, the realm of this mist master we're supposed to be meeting? I, I believe so, so. Yeah. The high forest. V's asked this question about having anything wood, and this entire time worker has just had her hand in her haversack thinking, looking <laughs> off like, nope, not that, nope, not that, nope, not that, nope, not that. Oh, wait, no, I do. And she pulls out the wooden toy that Bilber's made for her. Oh. Uh, the, and she's like, I, I've got this. Can you knock on this? Here. And she'll hold it out for people to knock on. All right. Everybody knocks on yep. one. And then um, I, a quick question, now that we're at the tree line, is this like thick, overgrown, uh, shady uh, hobbits going to get attacked by spiders' trees? Or is this more of a just woods, woods? So there's the pathway that you see leads further in that looks pretty, like, cleared. Mm -hmm. And then the further you look into beyond that, it becomes a little bit more overgrown, a little bit more wild. Yep. So if you were to step off the path, it would most likely be difficult terrain. Okay. And would flying overhead actually help? Or is the You would not be able to see anything. It is complete coverage. Yeah. I will oh, warn yeah. everybody of that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do flights. Okay. Once we get in here, it's not gonna help. Yeah, Does the forest you... look at least a little bit spooky at night? No. Not really. Uh. No. Well, we're, we're right on the edge of it. Once we get a little bit in and it's dark, I just hope, dark, dark. I just hope there's some briar patches or something. Why? Look at it. It's pretty. Yeah. And then you got to walk through that. The prettiest things are the most poisonous, Seisha. Oh, well, that just threw off my whole worldview. You're welcome. I also don't want to walk through it. All right, are you guys staying camping outside? Or are you guys trying That's to find somewhere inside? Camping the woods? outside. Okay. Uh, yeah. For brevity's sake, the, woods. the night goes by uneventful. I have a question but for the stone. If you want to ask a question <laughs> of the stone, <laughs> uh, but we're gonna start moving travel time a little bit more expedious as we get into things. We're gonna. I'm have okay with that. Some stuff. That means uh, yeah, we might not the, get attacked every night. Woo uh, because, frankly, I would not like this actual campaign to be the amount of travel time that what? it takes you all to go. And uh, we've been doing it every day right now because there literally is a town every day <laughs> in distance. Now we're getting into the High Forest, which, for those that don't know, is the size of Washington State. 
<laughs> well, you don't want to explore. I like that dead-eyed stare. Why are you mm-hmm. looking at me, Devin? I don't know why you'd be looking at me here in Washington State. Hmm. I feel very called out right now. You're saying we're going to find a coffee shop and a bunch of really uppity elves somewhere. Gotcha. The greatest coffee. Where do you think the Starbucks family gets there? No. This yeah, is why the go. Phoenix sent me here was this reason right now. All right. Seisha, what is your question? Is Shothragad already on Toril? Oh. Oh. Uh, as uh, you take six psychic damage, as the voice creeps into your, your mind, I am not omniscient, and therefore do not know if the mother of monsters and herald to the Elder Eye has laid cloven hoof upon Toril. But... Her arrival will mark the beginning of the end of everything when the Elder Eye fully gazes upon the world. Mm-mm. That's good news for me. Are you okay, Sasha? If the Elder Eye makes it here it's the end of everything i mean that's what i was assuming is that there's no fighting him back there's only stopping him from getting here i mean if he gets here it's over nothing 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 well we're gonna have to start Figuring out who's involved and start marking names off of a list. Wait, why would anyone want to bring it here then? There's a surprising number of people who just want to destroy everything. Why My do people home. want mint in their chocolate? There's just people that want to see the world burn. Actually, My whole mint religion. is very refreshing in chocolate. They we have this argument very... every year, and it's disgusting. It's, it's, it is it's not worse. disgusting. It is a delicious would... treat. Finally, I want to hear what you or in Finley, my meatloaf. Finley, I want to hear what you have to say, but I'm just going to come. Each other. I, I'm just going to stand over here by V for <laughs> once and disagree with one of my my closest family members as she kind of eyes Harold and then looks back at Finley. Oh, I was just going to say that the Scriveners of Doom, their whole belief that eventually everything will come to an end, and we actually receive praise for kind of helping bring that about. That's why I keep a book of the dead with every with the names of everyone I've killed and everyone who's died around me. Uh, is that related to the people who believe that once the world ends that it starts back up again? Is this related to people who eat mint chocolate with their... I'm sorry, Harold, what? Did you? Okay, I thought so. I, I believe so. I think the religions are connected in, in the way. I, okay. I'm going to be honest, I need to do more studying into the tenets and core beliefs that I am to uphold. It's been a while since I've visited my temple. Oh, is that one of those religions you have to be in a temple in order to get any kind of sign from your god? No, but everything I do is based off of studying. And it's really hard for me to connect dots without having information in front of me telling me. You know what's weird? What? It just made, I just made a notice. I I just noticed something here. I I made a notice. 
none of the major powers that we are currently facing have any tangible connection to the to the elder eye i thought they, that they, thing in the mountain was there's there's no, things it's a different, it's there's a different things entity. within these entities tied to the evil eye but what i'm saying is it doesn't seem like manchun elarthak or the rose know what's happening or care we did uh, we, we the did amber ask. king who is buried in the mountain is akin to the elder eye it's not the same thing they don't work together as far as i've seen any evidence of i'm sure if push comes to shove they would but they're kin if that I, makes sense. what i mean is just it's strange to me that all these major major powers if i was some evil uh multi-dimensional being that was trying to influence people i would probably focus on people who were very very willful and people that were very very focused on getting things done to to force them to become my followers he's, and it seems like he's found people like that but you'd think that, that the elder i would be looking for people in higher positions to push in that direction considering the scope of what it is that they're doing true but manchun okay. xanathar the rose all of them seem too willful to control as opposed to someone like the castle lanterns that's more opportunistic we i just think that there's we need to figure out where the hotbed of that activity is happening in the city is, because that's like the one connection we haven't made yet, is where are they all coming from? Why? Well, he's going after the gods. Well, we know his, we know his motivations right. and we understand. That's, he's going after the followers of gods. Right, we understand Because he's why. getting to the gods through them. He doesn't need powerful in this world people he needs people who can further his plan and just having power here isn't going to do that much you have to be useful well they could have done i mean if he had had control of say like the grays or something he could have done a lot more a lot faster the, there is some kind of limiter that is preventing the eye from influencing people significantly or like Voss said there's some kind of they have some sort of means to willfully defend themselves against that sort of control. What I'm saying is we don't have a an individual other than the guy in the purple armor. There's no strict individual for us to go after, talk to, hunt down. Yes, Vinley. The hag. I'm sorry to bring her up. Um, no, you're right. We witnessed the hag at... The ritual when we were in the far room. You're right. We do know somebody. We do have a connection to it. The hag is still somewhere out there. I want to stay as far away from her as possible. We can't stay far away from her. Her, her, bitch, her bitch ass has to die if we want to get this thing going. And if I go to her, she can demand what she bargained for. Fine, then I'll go. Or someone else will. Or Harold. I can't be there. Wait. This is an interesting predicament we're in because she made the deal with you, not the other you. The other me? Oh. If you show up there and lose your shit on her, there's a 50-50 chance you either decide to immediately work with her because she's working with the thing or you lose your shit and tear her apart because you aren't you. And there's no deal broken because you didn't make the deal as that thing. 
It's just a thought. I'm just, I'm just trying to look at an option. uncomfortable thought, Harold. I it's don't want to go option. back to being that way. I don't think we should do this to Seisha. I'm not saying we should do it to Seisha. What I'm saying is we need to look at every option available because right now the biggest threat, the overarching threat is that there is beyond somebody scrying on us. Those things just show up wherever we are. I would say Harold has a point. This plan has merit, actually, and he is correct in that the hag is the only creature we've ever met that actually has ties to this thing. Having said that, I very much doubt we're anywhere close to her, particularly. Yeah, I don't now. think. I don't think it was. But when we're done it. here, I don't think that's a bad plan of action, actually. I don't think we should hinge obviously on what's going on with Seisha, but I do think that it is a direction we should head and even though it sucks and even though it's uncomfortable and even though she's going to do awful things, we are well beyond average hags at this point. It is something to think about. It's not a bad plan of action. If we could hold her down and get her to talk, it would at least give us answers. Hmm. I think, I mean, I don't know. You know what the deal I made with her was, right? Yeah. Information. I know. That's it. She could ask for anything I know, including a true name that I know that would damn me to hell. Well, we need to figure oh, out. Yeah. We would need to figure out some way to set up a situation where she's walking into a bad, like, we need we need to do what I failed to do the first time and outsmart her. Or, or find out what she's going to want to know about in advance for all, you know, it might not be something terrible we could put we could potentially if we had the resources and time create a problem in her life so advanced so frustrating so focused on her that the only thing she'd want to ask you is regarding that thing which is a thing that we've planted and have been working against her for some time in order to then hit her with the yeah it was us the entire time okay deal broken now you're gonna talk this is interesting. And like I said, it has merit. It's something we all should be thinking about. I doubt we'll encounter her soon, as I said, but Harold is correct. We need a plan of action to confront the Elder Eye. And Binley I've been asking for that for months. I would like to point out that the reason we haven't been looking into that is because Vajra Safar is looking into that. And also the fact that every time we've wanted to look into it in the past, we had a million things going on. Of course, it's yeah. easy to talk about having the time now while we're out here in the woods and right next to the woods. It, it's easy to talk about it as if it's, you know, we have the time now when we really, we don't. I mean, we can't even do it right now. I'm just saying, I don't what you're saying, it, it, it bears merit. It's just up until now, it never hit me that we had a point of contact to actually do that. It bears merit. That's anyway. all I can say on it right now, but it bears merit. I'll also say this on a weird tangent. Harold, you were talking about why doesn't the Elder Eye have like super powerful people who can be in powerful positions? And Rakira just sadly looks at Seisha and then looks back and says, because those powerful people have their own will and can fight back. I don't think anybody else would be as strong as Seisha, though. Maybe not, but like you said, 
looks like what the elder eye wants with people who are here are cannon fodder and those are people that are open to the idea of everything getting destroyed Seisha, all the other people that you've mentioned the xanathar manchun the rose all these other people they don't want everything destroyed they may be horrible evil disgusting creatures they want to be in charge they don't want to destroy everything yeah but neither does Seisha. no but that's why that's why i think it hasn't taken over her it hasn't taken over them it hasn't taken over a lot of other people who have strength and she'll once again look at Seisha, except this time with intent. People who have that kind of strength. What did we do with that priest from the ritual in the cave when Kaiser Vex was with us? He what did we do? He's dead, I think. No. He teleported he away. That's a great question. He's he another finished. person we should be looking into. He was also there in the far realm, I believe. He teleported away after reciting the pity of all or whatever. Once we hit a point where we don't have questions in mind for the oh, phoenix and the stone. Hold you there just for a second. Just to remind you all. He was also in Succumber. He was the one that he was the one him. that removed his masks and showed his faceless face to Orkira. Same person. So you saw him oh. in the cave, cave with Kaiser Vex for the oh. first time. Has anyone? The hand. You saw him in the hand and the vision that the other person had. Uh, the like hologram, if you holograph, if you will, and then you also saw him in the vision in the far realm, and you mm. also saw him in Succumber. So that has, okay. has anyone poked me and said that guy in Succumber who showed you his no face? That's that the guy one. Guy in Succumber who showed you his no face. That's the one. Orkira pulls out her her gnomish spectrometer again and says, "Do we want to know more?" I uh, no. That might why, why wouldn't we? This he is. Might he might be the guy following us. Do you remember what happens when we look upon new things that is beyond our understanding? Man, I, at this point, I do it so often I can put one on my birthday cards. We got to know something. That's a fair point. I'm willing to take that chance if you want to be prepared for me to be unhappy. I don't want, I don't want you to take the chance. Here's I... the thing. If you do that, it may get the Elder Eye's attention and he may spot you. Oh, he already. He, he, I'm that, saying. That happened I'm saying the way he spotted me. Yeah, maybe. Damned if we do, damned if we don't. Yeah. How about we don't now? Because we're out in the middle of the woods, and there's, you know, we we had a quiet night. We can keep it that way. But we are, we at least now are all on the same page on what our wants are when it comes to that, and the steps we can take, and the individuals we can go after. We at least have a game plan now. To be able to touch on that because we like the thing is the criminal organizations we got that down pat we we know how to deal with criminal organizations but otherworldly other plain plainerly uh bullshit despite our advanced we're knowledge of having to deal with it all the time we're, we're still, still working on it yeah we're still working on how to get the information out of that uh especially with them buying up books and getting rid of them and working against us at every step at least this way, we're putting ourselves in a position where we can actually do something about this. Sorry. I believe a bullet just passed us. But I do believe I go, this goes without saying. I believe the priest is our first point of contact with the Elder Eye because Seisha does have a glaring red flag about the hag. 
Fair I enough. think we, that should be respected. Well, I haven't seen the hag. I've not encountered the hag. But I've, I've seen that priest. So if we want to do this, I, as much as I agree, it's a it's a risk. There's a lot of risks in all of this. I would actually rather do it before we go to bed so that I have a chance to recover if things go badly. Here's the thing, and it's something you need to understand. I am, I am in control right now. I can do this, and she whips her hand out, and a black tendril flies from her hand and smacks a stone that had an ant on it, but her eyes remain gold. I can do that because I have control right now. If my eyes go black, I don't have control. You're all enemies if my eyes go black. If my eyes go black, I'm his. And we brought you back before, and we'll keep doing that until you're but able I to fit. Can't, I can't. I. You can't ask me to be his to go into a fight. I no, can't that do I, that. That I agree with. No, I agree completely. I'm just saying it's it's a last case scenario. We have to think of every option, sort of thing, because right now we are really fighting with forces that are beyond our comprehension. And that's the one thing we are absolutely certain of that this is so beyond our scope. I've worked hard for being in control. I'm afraid of what would happen if I gave that up. Then don't. And we won't make you. Absolutely not. There's other ways of going about this. All right. It's the difference between us and them. We have lines we won't cross. And friends. Good friends. The best friends. Guild. Friends yes. who would like a little bit of dinner before we decide if we're going to Oh, yeah, let thing. me get the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled oh, out the bag. <laughs> Let's see what we get this time. All right. We get an aristocratic meal. Hey. Oh, finally. Kings. All right. Oh, finally. All right. So, Orkira, are you scrying on that priest? Um, I, so... With the out-of-character knowledge, knowing that we're about to go to break, I think that's a conversation that needs to happen, but she would have had uh, scrying prepared. I need to know right now, are you scrying? Or Kara wants to do it. So make that and, decision. And and I will say she wants, like, I want to do this. I want to try to do this. And I I really do believe I need to try to do this before, before bed. I know okay. it sucks when it's dark. I know it sucks now, but when things go, if things go wrong, when things go wrong, I'm going to need a rest. Push the red button. Okay. Okay. Um, as long as you're sure he won't know who's trying to scry on him. I mean, I'm not sure of anything, but I also know he already, it already, they already, it, it, it. Wait, are you scrying on the cultist or Ellerthak? The priest. The priest. Oh, oh my god, I thought you were doing it. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind. I mean, I can I, I can try to do Ellerthak tomorrow, but no. Okay. By the way scrying works, they shouldn't know who I am. Okay. Just at most that someone did. You're scrying on somebody who is connected to the embodiment of perception. Just remember that. So yes. it's very possible they'll know. But Let's abjure Orkira as best as possible for what's about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Seisha, can you do what she normally does for you? 
the I protection. Can, I can do a smaller version of it, yeah. That's good. And then I can do something to help her as well. I cast protection from evil and good on Arkira. And I will cast for the first time, I believe, bless on Arkira. Actually, hey! before before I cast, how long does it take for you to do this? Right. Uh, it is a 10 minute casting time. Okay, I'm gonna cast it right before the 10 minutes goes. Same. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, it turns... I'm just looking over to see if, because Orkira would know if there's anything that any of you could do to help. So I have first-hand knowledge of this target because I've met them, which mm -hmm. means they don't have a bonus to their saving throw. Um, uh, I have a cultist tooth. It's not his, but it's a oh, cultist tooth. <laughs> no, because, yeah, I think likeness or picture, it says for the connection for the save modifier, I mean... Oh, hang on! I can draw him perfectly, using knowledge of the ages to be an artist, <laughs> and my keen mind to do an exact detailed drawing of his face before it was gone, and his no face. Okay. So um, you've never seen his face, he's always had a mask on. Oh, but, he did in the cave? He did. Yeah. Okay, I, I think, thought we took his mask off, okay. But Orkiro will describe that when he took his mask off, what she saw was... I did, I was standing next to you, so I draw exactly what I saw. Yeah. Um, she would also say that it's not that I'm doing anything specifically. He's making a, it, they, whatever, are making a save. Um, and so anything that any of you could do protect me if and when things go wrong. Right. That's what I'm going to need. And there's also a possibility he's not in the same plane of existence. If he's not actually here, it just won't work. But it's, then nothing happens. Mm hmm um, bless is that's, pretty yeah. much all I got. Uh, I, I'm very I don't think I've killing. specifically got anything that I can cast on myself because, uh, scrying is concentration. Yeah. So. I could banish you, but I don't think we want that. No, then I'll definitely not be on the same plane of existence. So. <laughs> All right. Bless is the best thing I got for you. you I need a new inspiration. That's the best I can do. I mean, that your words hurt. always make me feel better, Harold. That'd be great. Uh, Here's some it. words to make you feel better. Nobody's going to be better suited to this than you. You go find those guys, and <laughs> look at them, and hopefully they're not in the bathroom. I just got in general moral support. I'm here, and um, yeah. Oh. I'll fight whatever happens. Uh, who thinks they're the best to keep this away from me? And she will take out the scrying spectrometer, but then take off her bag and put the holy symbol, her, her holy symbol in the bag and hold the bag out. If something goes really, really, really bad. I'll take it. Take it. But V, you go ahead. V, go I ahead. Can, so I, can I take the bag. Without that, I can still do some stuff, but a lot of the fire stuff I can't do without my holy symbol. Okay. Worst case scenario, I'll just banish V. And then there's okay. no way you can get to it. That's true. Yeah. Also, banish worst case bag. scenario, you know what I'm really good at and you know what I'm really bad at. So. Can you not banish the bag itself? It's no. not a creature, unfortunately. Not a creature. 
but my holy symbol is in the bag. It's okay. You'll go to a really nice library. Yeah. But my holy symbol's in the bag. The only thing I've taken out is because that's all I need is the spectrometer. So, yeah. And you have uh, protection from good and evil and uh, blessed and uh, some inspiring words. Yep. So she sits down in front of the fire and she's holding the spectrometer in both hands. And a little bit of flame comes up from her palm uh, because the way spectrometer works is that fire um, is used to magnify. Uh, a lens so that you could tell what atoms and what what uh, what is in a specific thing and you look in the crystal ball. But in this case, she's using the crystal ball as her focus for the scry. Okay. Uh, and because you have a likeness through a drawing, there's a minus two to their wisdom save. Yep. And oh. as you stare into this, the flame flickering from underneath it as you just get lost into the flames of the fire that flicker and go. You almost feel as if your wings are ignited on fire and you take flight as you begin to move. What's your DC? 482, sorry. That's a good question. 19. Hmm. That's close. And... You feel yourself being pulled in a direction. The connection is not immediately cut off. As you move through, unknowing where you're going to end up, and as the flames begin to clear. Don't say it. We're gonna go to break. Damn Damn it! Oh, I knew 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 it was coming. I knew it was coming, that's okay. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. It's Harry again. Wow, halfway through the podcast already? I've almost got the pants on now. And we're back. Woo, so uh, this session has been a lot of Let's talk about everything that's happening and may happen. Let's talk um, about Not at all what we had planned, but hey, you never stop players role-playing. Um, if you want to catch up, you got to go watch it when the VOD comes out because that's, that's, that's the recap. They talked. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good talk. 
Good talk. And then uh, they traveled another day. They're just upon the uh, precipice of the high forest, and they decided to make the final camp outside instead of walking into the forest. Yep. Where there are uh, creatures unknown. And uh, Satra asked a question of the stone, asking if uh, Shothrigat has already arrived on Toril, uh, at which point she learned that if uh, the stone doesn't know, it's not omniscient. And, but if it is, then it's very, very close to bringing uh, the Elder Eye here. And if that happens, well, then uh, do not pass go, do not collect $200 uh, into the world. Uh, also asked about a certain date that is written within her mother's journal and learned a lot of information dealing, oh. with, dealing with the time of troubles. Yep, whole Such lot of a good info dump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, based with that, Harold got a, a light spell and uh, was uh, just started filling in some pieces and they realized that they actually have met a couple of the people directly involved in this and... Uh, they uh, started piecing things together and Orkira realized, oh wait, we've seen someone recently and have pulled out a, a gnomish spectrometer to scry upon the priest, the, the high priest of the cult of the eye. Which is a and, great uh, idea. I, it's the best idea. I'm so excited. And <laughs> that is where we're going to start. Oh no. And Orkira, as the flames lick away, you stare into the crystal orb as it seems to fade away into darkness. And from the darkness, you see nestled in a 12-foot-high alcove at the back of a cave, there's a misshapen granite Mm -hmm. altar. Staring out from it is a one-foot diameter purple disc inscribed with a black, glaring eye. Looming behind the altar is a nine-foot-tall statue carved in the form of an amorphous, forward-lurching pillar that reaches out with a dozen clawed human arms. At the head of the room, you see a dark, lumbering figure staring down at another. It is almost as if A spotlight of embers focuses your vision on the person the large one lords over. Their robes are ornate and long as they drag across the ground, yet it does not seem as if they are walking, but instead float across the ground gracefully. You can hear the cries of people in the background being distorted through mutations and pain, if not the cries before death in defiance of being turned into aberrant monstrosities themselves. The image distorts the longer you look into it, like technical static of a screen blurring and shifting. And you start to hear a high-pitched noise pierce into your mind. I need you to make a sanity saving throw, please. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this beforehand. and Don't forget to bless. Yeah how I've got this potion of sanity I probably should have taken before this, but it's in a bag that I've given to V, so. <clears throat> All right, so it is my wisdom plus my intelligence halved. Correct. So that's that's a, that's a two plus two. Okay. And then do I get the bless on this? Yes, you do. You do. It is a saving throw. Okay, so d20 plus a d4. Uh, and you have inspiration see. as well from Harold, just so you know. Which is you know, I'm gonna, I, I'm just gonna use it 
flat out here because I got an, an 18, but I feel like Orcaro is huh. prepared for this it. moment. Yeah. She kind of knew, so. Roll higher than a two for God's oh. sake. Nice. Nice. That's 25. 25. Nice. Ooh. All right. So yeah, I think she throws, she's steeled herself for this moment, knowing if she's looking in on this creature that originally invaded her mind, she needs to be prepared. Yeah. You stave off whatever could have perceived you perceiving them. And from the looming, massive, shadowed figure, you hear, Severin. Your development of our new soldiers is coming along nicely. Mother approves and smiles upon you. For eons, the gods have failed this world. The time of troubles made clear of that, but soon she will herald his resurgence. And with her, we will find the stones. Has the wet nurse secured everything necessary from the mother's unholy genesis, her unnatural nativity? Lord Forsworn, everything was disrupted by the watch and our crucifixion of the head divine leaders of the church. But they will not see what is unseen. The wet nurse has played her part, but awaits for a final piece. And is that when everything fades away back into the nothingness of darkness? I get 10 minutes here. That all took 10 minutes? So you watch as the last little bit, as you hear that last little bit, you watch as everything begins to darken, before you're pulled up, you start to see an eye begin to come to fruition as you continue to concentrate, but everything is fading. You can see like the darkness beginning to go, like almost like you're putting your hands over your eyes. You can see bits of it. You can't quite make out the conversation, but this large eye is beginning to come into focus. And that buzzing that was on in your ear begins to grow louder and louder as- If you, you want to push further and see more, you'll have to make another sanity check. As Seisha warned you, you're fighting against the personification of perception itself. Mm-hmm. 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 Ride that dragon. Ride that big old Error dragon. Error on the way. side of caution. Ride that dragon all the way to big Ignore old dragon. Seisha on one shoulder and a little <laughs> on the other. We're probably actually having this argument. You want, you want to ride that dragon? You want Boss, to take it all the way down? Okay. How, how long... Have I been scrying so far? Like, is this if I if I push, am I going to get several more minutes? Is this just a minute or two? Like, do I have any idea of how long I've been? Because Orkira knows she's got ten minutes. Uh -huh. um, you will see probably more about what is going on here, but it seems like the conversation is over. Yeah, it's almost it's strange. It's as if something is fighting back against your scrying. Ooh. I'm sticking around. Okay. Make another this. sanity saving throw. This time without 
Harold, okay, but I still have bless. Yeah, bless. I think now is a good time for me to describe what my oh, bless yes, yes, yes. feels like. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sounds great. What is your bless? As you choose to dive deeper, you feel the intensity of bless as you make that decision to get closer to something that might kill you, intensify as like almost you feel skeletal hands wrap around your shoulders and peering over your shoulder is a masked face with one tear on one side and a heart on the other, looking very familiar to a mask that Vinley wears, is like almost an aspect of death itself pulls you and holds you close away from that precipice of death. And there's a moment where uh, Orkira is a little creeped out by that, <laughs> but then feels that it's Vinley and there's there's a now a comfort in that creepiness. There's like a, a, a all right, this is your aesthetic. All right, okay, yeah. I'm glad there's to have you, even if that. you gotta have the bony fingers. Okay. Uh, and real quick, does the protection from evil and good do anything here? Does not in this instance. All right, here we go. That's that's a fifteen. That's a seventeen. Seventeen. 17. Nothing if not consistent with those twos. Yep. All right. You focus the flames and the heat of the phoenix surrounding your mind as you can, as you push past the hands that are grasping over your eyes and this eye that is giant eye that is coming into focus. You push past it and it opens once again as you look into the room and you can see the individual you're scrying on stand and turn. So they move past this large figure as they're the first thing you noticed standing around them. And standing at the head of the room is a lumbering, massive man. And it's hard to tell from the shimmer. Is it gloss from metal? Was it gloss from the slick slime that a seeping organic wound would have? And you see a deep, deep purple twisting around his form of eyes and mouths and twists up around a head that looks like a bunch of screaming faces of a helm. In one hand, he holds a sword, and the other is a dark, black, gauntleted hand that seems burned and forged as flesh in one. And as this robed figure that you are focusing on moves out, you watch as he just turns and you can see hundreds of robed individuals before him. All dark purple. You can see the tattoo of the eye on their forehead. But instead of the center of that tattoo being a tattoo, it is a fully realized black scleral eye dotted with the colors of the heavens. And you watch as 
this massive towering individual stands next to him just looks down at him and you watch as this gauntleted hand grasps the hilt of a dagger as you notice he stops and turns and looks directly at you now what do we have here see the hand the big gauntleted black hand reach out towards you and as it begins can i can okay he's reaching out with his gauntleted hand but he's grasping the dagger uh, dagger in left hand which you recognize as something that Vinley has described to you. That's my question. So I there you go. That's okay. Then I will uh, leave the scry. I okay. Or Kira knows that they're not supposed to be able to do anything to her. They're not supposed to be able to do anything except to spell the scry. But she also knows that these are creatures that probably uh, that doesn't apply to. So yep. And you being actually spotted. Watched. Yep, the, the like you watched as as he noticed you, he switched the dagger from his gauntleted hand to his left hand, and as he started to reach out, you watched as the priest, who you now know is named Severin, turns and also looks and begins to remove his mask and the hand, the former gauntlet hand of Bane, grasps just on the edge of your scrying orb, and you can feel that pressure. You and that's snap. when you cut it. Yeah. Arkira? Yeah? Okay. Are you okay? Um, I'm not. Yes. Oh. What do you yes. mean you're not? I'm not, yeah, well, you know, that was disturbing. I saw a lot of bad things, but, okay. um, uh, uh, information, I got. Look at yeah. me, look at me, look at yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Studying her eyes, do her eyes look okay? Do they look uh, normal? They look normal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Okay. I'm glad you're okay. And say she gives her a big hug. <laughs> and she'll eventually, like, awkwardly put the the spectrometer down and and grasp Sasha and just for a moment. Oh, that was not. That could have gone a lot worse. What happened? What did you see? Uh, okay, all right, okay, all right. Uh, she'll awkwardly pat Sasha on the head, <laughs> like not knowing what else to do, be like, I'm, I'm, yeah, hold okay, on, okay, okay, um, she lets her go. Um, for the sake of brevity, can I just say, Orkira describes absolutely, yeah, okay, cool. okay, um because I saw I saw some people taking notes and so whatever Orkira gets uh misses uh Lauren will have remembered um or the other way around uh, yeah yeah and then and then um so yeah I got names and then Harold I don't think the thing that we thought was going to be you is not you it's this other guy that has now the hand of Bane and that dagger that you were telling me about the bad dagger the Jeff really bad I. dagger yeah. yeah dagger yeah they saw I don't know if they saw me or if they just saw the scry. Um, Cause like I said, there's a sensor that shows up 
And so he right. see invisible things. And so he grasped the dagger and then he was like, oh, look. And then he was reaching out and I, that's when I noped out because I figured uh, he, that was going to be bad. He reached so, for you. Yeah, with... but once again, like he was reaching for the, like he could have just been reaching for the scrying sensor, but I figured at that point that that was, uh, was a good idea not to stick around to find out for sure because he's not supposed to be able to do things to the scrying sensor, but you never know with these things because you know there's the, the, all the, the weird it is stuff. the gauntlet it's, of a god yeah, well and and the elder eye stuff and the far realm stuff and i think i'm just um uh, you're, i think i'm babbling am i babbling there's a lot it's, it's okay yeah. you're okay, okay. You're yeah safe. i mean as much as i was a couple of minutes ago and we've got some information now but that was oh. severin why does that name sound familiar uh, make a history check can I make one as well? You can. Severin, and we also got the name of the guy he was talking to. 16. Lord Forsworn. Thank you. Uh, 22. Uh, 16, you said? Yeah. It, it sounds familiar, but you sounds so familiar. quite. Severin. What was your total? 22. 22? 22. Yeah. OK. Severin clicked something, especially since the first time that you encountered him was with Kaiser Vex to go snuff out a Cult of the Dragon ritual. But if you also remember, the Cults of the Dragon ritual didn't go as planned, at least how the other cultists wanted, were thinking it should go. As Severin Silrajan was the Red Dragon Worm Speaker and leader of the reformed Cult of the Dragon during the rise of Tiamat when Tiamat was about to be summoned. Lord, the Mask of Dragons, was almost responsible for bringing Tiamat to Toril before disappearing after that plot was thwarted. Why am I not surprised that somebody who's a another failed Tiamat worshiper would be involved. It's, but it's like Tiamat is like the breeding ground for failed people to go do even worse things. But think about it like that. He was almost able to summon a deific figure to the material plane in the first place. That could be why he was chosen by the Elder Eye in the, in, and he just is corrupted by the Elder Eye because he has the power to bring in deific entities. You said they talked about a wet nurse? Uh, yeah, they were using um, medical terms like that. Um, I didn't see anything, and I'm just gonna have to assume that they're, they're talking in vague metaphors, or? It may be unrelated, but in my mother's journal, she referred to Mask as a wet nurse. I mean, wet nurse is a... Um, I mean, there's the actual medical wet nurse, but then there's also the idea of being the person yeah. who helps bring someone into existence. Right. Well, maybe it's a nurse that's also just like got water on them. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that could be a possibility. Uh, that's maybe. possible. Yeah. But also you said that they were talking about her and yeah. we've been researching. Oh, they did say her. Okay. We've been researching, or Taisha has, I believe you talked about it, the mother of monsters. Yes, and that was that was when they, they they mentioned her. Yeah, and you mentioned you heard people being distorted 
into abhorrent creatures or mm -hmm. monsters. Yeah. Shothragat is the mother of monsters. I don't like that name. It scares me. And let's uh, remember what Davil said about names being powerful. I just thought of that after okay, saying... Okay, so we can just rename her Mommy Monster. Okay. We can do that. So let me just say that if I'm they good get, naming things, I got that. I can tell you from experience that anytime you let a very powerful being know you give it a nickname, it, it keeps track. Like what? Well, we're not gonna let her know. What? No, no, Harold, you don't have to say anything. I'm like not gonna certain, say it. Like a certain I squid it, dish. I'll say it. No, no, just say a certain cow. squid well, dish. Cal, now we shortened it. Listen, I, I enjoy the fact that we came up with Jessica and Bob, and I'm just going to stick with Jessica and Bob. I think this is a very good idea. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. So they're clearly preparing to birth some sort of entity if they're preparing for a wet nurse to be around. That's, that's, they're preparing for the birth of the mother of monsters. Wait. She's the herald of the, the Elder Eye. She's the herald of the Elder Eye. She brings him into this world. You gotta have the mom before you can have the kid. I don't see how that makes her like me, but yeah, okay. Yeah, but like, if she's the one coming out of the womb... No, no, no. 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 The, the, the... Yeah, they're oh, not going to... Oh, never mind, never mind. I they're going to bring woman. her into being in this world, and she will then open the way for the Elder Eye to come into this world. Yeah. So how do you birth the birther? Um, that's a chicken and egg thing that I don't know if Ooh. I... Carefully, I well, we have to find out if we're going to stop it. Yeah, well, um, in this case, I think they're talking metaphorically about, um, one, one plane of existence into another. So we uh, need to figure uh... out who the wet nurse is. Right. Can I roll a history or a religion or an article the hag. on Lord Forsworn? Sure. Ooh, can I? Which one? Let's sure. Call this up. I'm gonna do history. I'll do Arcana. Ooh, ooh, oof. Nineteen. Fourteen. So Out of all the reading I did, did I ever stumble across it? Here's the problem that I'm coming into: is I can't remember if we have uttered his name before. You don't think we have? No. I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't remember that's you saying it. That's the very first time I feel like I've heard that name. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, with the 14, hard no. Even with a 19, it's... It's so old and obscure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, the... Never came across any mention of it when I was doing all the research before they took the books? Oh... <sighs> Don't. It's not as impressive as when I'm wearing fake lashes, but I'm batting my eyelids. <laughs> um, yeah, while you're thinking, while, so. while, while Vinley and, and Seisha have this moment in where they're, they're plumbing the like staring at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Orkira very um, slowly goes up to Harold and just hugs him and says, Thank you for your help. I yes. appreciate it. That was really, that was really helpful. Oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, that, that one. same, same with Vinley. Like, thank you, well, thank you. Uh, that was really helpful. Uh, I really appreciate it because that was. Mm. I'm glad did it helped. Find that? No yeah, worries. It did. it did. It did. Yep. I hope it didn't scare you. Uh, did they find everything? You guys aren't no. muted. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I thought I just continued. Or Kira was doing well. We're really and- trying to help you because we want to give this to you. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. No, I just realized y'all weren't muted and was like, oh, hold on. Lauren decided to do what Kira does, which is I'm not supposed to listen Talk to what they're it. talking about. Talking. I'm just going to keep talking to other people. So, yeah, no, it absolutely, it, it, it helped a lot because, yeah, uh, there were two different times I had to, I had to okay, do, yeah. do the thing. Okay, yeah, actually, Seisha, yes, you have heard that name. In fact, you have pages. You you have pages with it written on it. That you you all uncovered documents from the hand when you f- were making your way up the hand. There's a mention of a name that is George Forsworn, and this was also in the area of a crown, a dagger, a blood, and information about George. George. George, but George. Yes, but it's hundred percent canon. We didn't make the name. <laughs> there is no, I love George, it. my dude. I love it. I love it so much. The universe is gonna be destroyed George. by a guy named George. George. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I live. It's Keep that in mind, all you Excuse aspiring me. world dominators out there named George. You're never he gonna be prefers George. George. Yeah, listen, I, I don't know what kind of accent. George. George Forsworn. George? Is he a human? What does it say about him? It just mentions it's, his it's just, name. It's just his name. It, it's yep. in here, though. George it, Forsworn. He was, it, it was in the documents we got when we were investigating the Castellaner ritual. Oh, that could have at least given himself like a better it. new name. Uh, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. It's a terrible name, but it's a great know, but last like, even name. Even Harold renamed himself, and it's great. Harold Hamilton rolls right off the tongue. You really gotta like. You need alliteration in your name. That's Forsworn. Forsworn. I mean, they were just like worm. Actually, now I see it spelled out. Forsworn. Now now they're just calling him Lord. So I guess, I guess, I guess what's your? I'm not. Laugh at you can laugh all you want. <laughs> I, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes the best way to I'm combat evil is to laugh Theo. at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Geo. Audience has no idea. What we're it's so hard oh, to be horrified of a guy named George, but here oh, we are. It's not even, no. It's not even that. And suddenly. Okay. I think better, you know, Logan, read that out loud. You can't oh. read that. Um, okay, so I made two quotes in the group chat. One was Furious George and the summoning of Eldritch Jeff for fucking fun. <laughs> and one of the quotes in the book would be The man in the yellow hat had no face, and Furious George liked that. <laughs> You ever have that moment where you're like, oh, everything's going going to pot, and the only thing you could do is laugh or cry? We're having the laughing yeah. moment right now. Yeah. There you go. All right, all right. We'll um, cry later. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing a little bit of both. Okay. No, but all for right. real, George has the power to kill gods. Yeah. Um. He, well, he's got the the hand of Bane and the 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 that dagger. That's I can't pronounce the Just name of the dagger. Just that, the, what she said. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a god-killing dagger right there. Yeah, that's why when he started to reach out, 
even though he's not supposed to be able to do anything to me through a scrying sensor, I, that's when I left. That was a good call. That was a really good call. I mean, I wanted to stay and get more information, but at that point. But we I know that he can see invis- he can see invisible things. That's yeah. good information too. Uh, maybe, or maybe the dagger lets him because they talked a little bit before he saw me or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. The seeing invisibility is less um, scary or intimidating or powerful than the hand of God. Yeah. That's, that's the-, the... No, it just means that we can't ever sneak up on him, uh, which is good to know. Well, it's hard to, it's super hard, but like, yeah. yeah. Wow. So he's not our first target. No. I think uh, Severin? Severin. Severin or this wet nurse entity. The wet nurse is likely to hag, right? (gasps) Maybe. That's an interesting theory. Right? Hags are known for raising children. I never thought of that. We should ask Petunia when we get home. Yeah. She definitely so, would know. This mm-hmm. is also I I can I can start asking the Phoenix some some clarifying questions. Hey, is this person that I heard in the scry this person? Cuz there a great, was a lot of That's a great idea. There were a lot of titles being thrown around and not a lot of uh, names. They probably mm-hmm. do that on purpose to like throw people off. Oh my god, do you guys want to come up with titles for all I of us? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I think I think they probably use the titles both as honorifics and then also for the same reason that we don't want to use the names because mm. names of power and even if you're saying names in a good way, you don't want to you don't want to say those names. Those are right. not yeah. It brings the eyes upon you. And and you know what, even when you're happy that the eye is upon you, maybe you don't want to be annoying. You know, like, like the followers of a certain god that we all know. Wait, is that reference Avon? to me? Because I was thinking about me. I didn't. I oh, mean, no. Sometimes I'm I talking... feel like I'm bothering the phoenix because I ask a lot of questions. This is and, why we know. need nicknames to differentiate, guys. I feel like we're going to have a lot that's of a slippery time. slope that will lead us into hilarity. You know Ooh. what? I could use some laughter after all the stuff. I just cried upon. That'd be that'd be good. Yeah. Okay, so Voss's title is Senior Grumpy Pants. Oh. Love it. I guys, the rest short. of the evening coming up with names that we can have all the fun with that. But we're gonna move this story along. Um, I just wanna point long. out that the DM said, Hey guys, we're gonna fast travel. Uh-huh. And then That's us fine. as players went, absolutely not. Thank That's you. That's fine. You guys do that. We'll be over here role playing. <laughs> We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. For, um, if we are fast traveling through the evening into the next day, can, can I do one quick thing? We don't have to even role play it out. But like, I do as need we... to do ascending tonight. Okay. Okay. I'll, before we all go to bed, like, so there'll, there'll be the hilarious coming up with nicknames and we'll have a little bit of food. And then just before we go to bed uh, and before the tiny hut goes up, Orkira is going to find a place and have a good cry because that was terrifying. And she's just gonna, she's gonna get her bag back from V and she's gonna pull out the book. And she's gonna be like, I gotta go do a private. And she's gonna go somewhere just off camera. 
so that she's still within ear and eyeshot of all of her friends and she is just going to grip the book and have like a good, hard, terrified cry. And as you, like as Orkira just sobs and just loses herself, when you, when you come to, you realize that like subconsciously you reached, you were reaching into your bag and as you look down, you're holding all of the things your friend, his friends gave you. Lindra's book, Penelope's gift, the accordion thing from Harold. And no matter how bad that was, even subconsciously, you know that you have some pretty good friends. And feeling a little bit better, chill come back and say are, are we doing watches tonight or are we just having a having a sleep of course we're doing watches sure. okay i figured we'll keep the same watch routines throughout the woods and throughout the forest because it seems to be working well uh yeah although i wouldn't mind staying up for a little bit longer seisha i love you but i, I no, don't think fine. i can go to sleep anytime soon soon so yeah. uh yeah uh finley you mind uh, of course yeah but but yeah, after tonight we'll go back to the the other way. Yeah. I'm good with whatever. Okay. I'm All pretty right. locked into first watch. Uh the night goes by uneventfully. Wait, as... I need to do ascending. <laughs> yep. Oh, right, yeah, do your ascending. Uh no fast travel. Ascending to uh ascending to Master Cromley. Okay. Oh. And I want to say, Hi, it's Seisha. Um, we're outside town. And I wanted to make sure the murders have stopped. Uh, okay. Um, just two months <laughs> later, just like, hey, by the way, are y'all good? <laughs> it's been like six days. No, it's yeah. been, no I know. It's been, <laughs> it's, it's been at least a 10 day. It's yeah, been four least. years. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, been, I, I think you're, it's been, honestly, what, it's been like five, 10 day? Mm-hmm. No, not that long. No, no, that would be fifty been, days. It's been yeah. maybe a ten day, if not two, since mm. since you guys have left. Since you left Waterdeep. Yeah, I mean, it took us five days to get to Daggerford, and then we were anyway. Anyway, we can figure it out later. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, three sorry. days. But um, anyways, uh, <laughs> not like five days. Mm. <laughs> Vampires. Uh, so you hear a oh oh yeah. What time is it? Who's this inside my head? <laughs> the murders have stopped, yes. You're outside of the city. Is this a warning? A threat? <laughs> Knowledge beyond the stars? <laughs> That's it. Please tell me you send him again. Please don't. I'm gonna cast don't. another sending. <laughs> Sorry, it's Seisha. Everything's okay. We're just dealing with a lot, and I want to make sure that Waterdeep is safe. Okay. Sweet dreams. Sleep sweet. <laughs> oh, oh, Seisha Valispod. Good to hear from you. Yes. The motors have stopped. Waterdeep is never safe. <laughs> Fair. 
those murders have stopped. Yeah. Water deep is never safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is what he says. Yeah. Not the, those. Those, yes. Specific. Yep. Okay, that's all. Okay. All right. The next day comes. <laughs> all right. So, Woods? As you finally enter into the high forest, you walk into the majesty of trees that lord and reign over you with a thick canopy that staves off any of the rain if uh, that kind of drizzles on and lingers overhead. The smell of petrichor still lingers with the pine, spruce, and old oaks and other ancient trees and greenery. You can feel the history of this area as a remnant of the days of old when all of Faerun was covered in green. Elves, giants, and dragons ruled the world. The Unicorn Run has once again met the road lined with young spring trees separating you from the utmost, or sort of the untamed forest and the rush of the river now filled with rainwater. There's a calmness here, a serene beauty of nature, but also a looming danger of the untamed wilds that surround you with unknown sounds from the creatures, both natural and unnatural, that may inhabit these old and ancient vast woods. Vinley, you asked if there was something creepy about it. Something, anything, please. It feels as if you are being watched. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, but you I'm are. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm wearing the brooch that I was given. I've like put it on the chain that my holy symbol hangs on. Okay. Yep. You make it more prominent. Sounds yes. Good. Although you are being watched, you are unsure of what the source of it may be. Could be the untold amounts of unseen creatures wandering and hiding in the brush. The spirits that dwell within the forest or the woods themselves. It could be someone scrying on you. But your stops tell you that it's not. Perhaps it's the Elder Eye itself. The personification of perception. Especially after Orkira's scrying. You can't even tell if the feeling is benevolent or malevolent. Only that you get the intense feeling of being watched. You have no idea how long you will be in these lush green woods that stretch for miles and miles in every direction. The area around you is occasionally filled with the cacophonous harmony of every bird, animal, and insect imaginable. Some sound soothing, while others mimic horrific screams that echo through the forest. You think that the stories you've heard about the hunting predators, ruthless barbarians, dragons, wild elves, history of the rivers, and the unknown horror said to dwell within the mountains you are marching towards. Somebody wants to give us some perceptions. <laughs> you want to roll one and I'll roll one, Akira? It's like a plan. Let's do All this. Right. Can I assist Akira? Both with myself and Savard. I got a uh, twenty-two. Sure. Okay. Uh, I got a twenty-seven with assistance. And I'm not doing flights since that would be useless. A uh, twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try for brevity's sake. <laughs> it's been two days 
that you have been in here, in these woods. If there are any questions, we can cover them at the start of the next session, as it is about the end of this adventure. But you are following the iron road along the Unicorn River to the right of you as you continue to move towards the Star Mounts. Your nights here have been peaceful in a sense. There has been lots of awful noises that I imagine are city folk. May or may not sleep well, the dome helps. But screams and screeches, roars, mm -hmm. strange animal noises and insects. At one point, there is a spider the size of Harold's torso that lands on top of the dome and scurries off. Cool. That was big. <laughs> but as you continue on, or Kira, you actually spot someone following you. Uh, do I get any details? It's hard to make out details as they almost blend into <laughs> the trees themselves. You're not sure how long they have been following you, but you are definitely being tailed. More like sh shadowed or even parallel. They're keeping pretty parallel to the road, but sticking to the trees themselves. Very rarely touching down. Wait, touch, touching like, down? Like touching down on the ground. Like they're, oh, they're moving climbing through the trees? trees? They're climbing, like they're moving through the trees. Oh. They appear to be humanoid though, yeah? They're humanoid, absolutely. Okay, cool. Do I see a... Pattern is the wrong word, but the way they're moving through the trees, can I see like how they're doing? Are they flying between trees? Are they jumping between trees? Uh, like, you can, with a 27, you can tell they are gracefully moving through the trees, like almost as if the trees themselves were guiding them. <laughs> and it hasn't been long, but you kind of, you've encountered this recently. Mm. Mm-hmm. There and is. I'm gonna. Oh. Oh, they muted. Something's happening. I mean, oh, no, it's we're gonna get hurt. We're gonna get hurt. Or, or maybe not. Maybe not. Like maybe we're gonna get hugged. You don't know. Here's gonna be hurt. Could here's be the hugged. thing. If they're being guided by the trees, like if, if that's, or. <laughs> Um, uh, sorry, uh, it, more info before we get to, to move forward on this that I completely missed. Uh, okay. <laughs> just moving right along, looking at the time. Uh, something that you also see with your perception um, throughout your travel uh, is there are large trees with bark stripped away. As you look further into that, you see large claw marks raked into the wood. And it stretches up to uh, almost 10, maybe even 12 foot. Hmm. Is it wow. the kind, is it like a natural, like a bear is deciding to do claw sharpening or do I think this is a marking of some sort? Make a nature check. Can I assist her with that because yeah. of my upbringing? Yep. Okay. I'm actually pretty good with nature. Yeah, can I assist you? Can I be like, Vinley, 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 come here, come here, come here. No, but Do you think this is like 
they're deciding to take a take a scratch, or is this like a, a marking of some sort? Well, if you look at it from a certain angle, 21, I believe... <gasps> uh, could be bear markings, but like a giant bear. Could be mutated by Amber, possibly a massive badger or wolverine, something worse, but definitely bear-like. And something else you come across, like one of the other days, still seeing a lot of just random trees being raked across in this area. You see a mummified pile of bones wrapped in bones and fur. I mean, uh, in um, feather and fur. It's a skeleton. Is it a full skeleton? And it's like pieces. Does it have a jaw? Not enough to use, Venley. Don't doubt me, baby. <laughs> but d- does it have a jaw? Uh, it... I, it... I'll just, I'll put it out there. I'm looking to speak with dead. Can I speak with dead with it? There's not enough of it to speak with. Uh, make me a medicine check. Okay. Can I assist her with oh, that? Oh, wow. Wow. That's an 11. Wow. Oh, no. I rolled crap. Well, maybe I can try. Basically, the, the thing with Speak With Dead is I, it has to have a mouth. Mm-hmm. That's the one quality. Did you get any medicine check? Uh, nine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, there is, there appears to be a jaw. <clears throat> is the rest of the skull there? I don't need the rest of this. Uh, hold on. There's like the lower jaw. You maybe you're not sure if it's from the same creature though. Can I give like? Would this be a nature an investigation? Could I try and search through the bones to try and determine what this is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd survival. say survival. Ooh, cool. Hmm. I'm just picturing Venley getting bored at home and like taking different skulls and putting a different jawbone on it. Well, and, and, <laughs> and Orkira would be looking at this. Speak with dead on it. Orkira would be looking at this in two different ways. Can I speak with this corpse to get information? And do I need to not disturb a burial or, you know, put a burial site back together? Those kind of things. Yeah. As you look um, down and Venley's just going through it. Um, if you, I think I actually found a 22 right here. Well, be careful. Don't pull the 22 out. Uh, there we is know what the 22 is. Three different sets of bones. There is two humanoids and one animal. But it's not the complete set. It's just pieces. Like, it's various pieces of it. Uh, but as you're rummaging through this, Arkira and Seisha, you hear something drop nearby. So... The thing that was following us, I would have tried to like warn everybody. And actually what I was going to do was try to say, hey, the thing is following us and then like jump up into a tree mm. where I think it might come to. But if this is where we're having the moment, that's fine. I just, I would have, I would have quietly been like, hey, we're being followed. We're about, we're being followed by something. Um, yeah. And like, as that happens at the same time, you hear a distinct thwang and Vinley right like embedding in this pile of stuff. No, not you. Okay. Uh, like in that is an arrow. And I l- with large feathered tips. 
And as you look towards the sound, you can see a humanoid kneeling with a very intricate wooden longbow holding out towards you and another arrow cocked. And you can see ears extending up. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Uh, make sure to enter hashtag Eldritch or hashtag beyond to make uh, <laughs> a chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature. Logan. <laughs> Logan uh, needs to write children's books. <laughs> D&D Beyond D&D Players of... Bundle. I love it. Uh, we're going to pull so those much. winners in just a couple of seconds. <laughs> I made a mistake, everyone. No. This, no. Was, this was very clearly, I think, a trap for me. No, maybe, yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll talk to this person. It'll be fine. I really hope this goes the way the last time we ran into wild elves went, where we just kind of became friends and then moved on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we became friends at the end of that. We became friendly. Tolerable. I'll I'll take that as... It was an okay situation. Yeah. Anyone who's not trying to kill us is a friend in my book. That's that's fair. It's the Penelope school of friendship. Yep. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of friends then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow, what an episode. Yeah. Uh, we got through so much. So much. So far. Uh, how, many, how, much, how many pages of writing did you do that we didn't even touch? All of it. Uh, I mean, look, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what matters is there's a hell of a lot of good role play. You guys yeah. are starting to uncover stuff. You're starting to connect dots. And that <gasps> is what's amazing. We're seeing bigger pictures. Actually thinking about proactive stuff you guys can do to maybe gain a little bit more information, although information will cost. Next time we scry on the Elder Eye. No, we do not. No, we never scry on the Elder Eye. No, bad, no. We scry on Furious George, duh. Yeah. Well, them too. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, and we're heading to the Mountain of the Yellow Hat. Oh my God. The man in the Yellow Hat was not a happy camper. Oh, yeah, because he's dead. The king in the mountain cap. <laughs> the man in the yellow hat sat on a throne of bones that George made for him. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a nice throne, but it requires more bones, Furious George. And so George got the man in the yellow hat more bones. <laughs> bones from this- people. Bones this, from animals. <laughs> this could be worse. This could be a Dr. Seuss book. One bone, two bone, red bone, green bone. <laughs> <laughs> and according to TikTok, it is a no bones day. So he's going to have a, a no hard bones time. Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today is a no bones day. You get to flop. I will. <laughs> I'm going to flop hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's some good flopping. (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. So we have uh, our winners. Nice. Winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Chav Hunter 86. Yay! And the winner of the D&D Beyond Players Bundle is Kazmirian. Yay! I want to meet that as a character. In in touch this week to get those to you. And... Mm. As always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Harold Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did.
Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or catch the podcast again every Sunday with a one-week delay. V, you still have the rash cream? Rah!